So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field. And Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle. Hits to his right. Gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good! Click, click, boom! What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back, and we're here to bring you guys another fun-filled episode following... 49ers win. Tony, man, what's going on with you, bro? How you doing over there? Are you you look a little oompa loompa-ish today? Like, what's going on with you, man? You all right? Well, I'm sick, man. Oh my god, you like you like change teams? Is that Giants gear? You went like what? What is going no. on with you over here? Just a sweatshirt. It's a gray right. sweatshirt. Okay, man. I don't know. It felt a little Giants-ish. I don't know, man. But guys, this is your boy Mike from Nothing But Niners. We got Tony over here as well. Thank you guys for checking us out here. Let's run through these formalities really quick. Then we're going to get to a fun-filled show where we get to talk just positive thoughts about the last game that we had. Maybe we'll get into some negative stuff too, but we're going to start, and the premise is going to be positivity. We're giving praise today. If this is your first time here on the YouTube page and you guys happen to enjoy the show, please subscribe, okay? There you go, Tony. Rep your set, baby. Hit that like, subscribe button, and turn on notifications so you guys know we're bringing you impromptu videos, okay? Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That's the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. And that is nothing but Niners. That's spelled all the way out. All right. Give us a search on all three of those platforms. You will find us over there. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you want to send us an email with your thoughts on the show, some suggestions, maybe NB9 ERS at nothing but Niners.com. Again, that is NB9 ERS at nothing but Niners. Dot com. Head on over to our Patreon page, guys. Don't be the last one there. We're doing a big giveaway there tomorrow. All right. That game, uh, that game. Ugh. I'm gonna be on my way to a game, but we're gonna do a giveaway tomorrow. Um, a couple of special gifts for you people. So make sure you guys check it out. Okay. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. It is not too late to submit your entry. You gotta watch the last video to find out what the rule was, okay? All right, that's gonna do it again. I am 49ers Mike underscore NFL. Boom, right there, that's the Twitter handle. And down there on this side, that's Tony's Twitter handle. He's NJ Niner fan 499. Tony, right now it says, ah, oh. damn, it went up to 92. There were 91 live viewers in the, sh- in the room. And look mm-hmm. at what number I'm wearing. 91. That's Eric Armstead, baby, man. Tony, I think to Eric Armstead might've been the defensive lineman of the game. I don't know, man. Let's. How do you want to do this, man? Do you want to start on the offensive side of the ball? You want to start on the defensive side of the ball? I've got like praise to give for somebody at every single level of this game, of this game, man. Even special teams. So, how do you want to do this, man? Good. You rock. You go first. Good. All right. So, I think we should start. I think we should start on the. 
Let's start on the offensive side of the ball. Okay. I want to start with the quarterback position. I want to start with the quarterback position. I flipped, I screamed, I kicked, I cried. I was so mad at Jimmy Garoppolo in the first half of the game. Okay. And uh, I felt like we were in that hole largely in part due to his play. I thought that we could have been in better situations if quarterbacking was a little bit better. The early interception really, really bothered me. Um, uh, he took some sacks. He had that that sack fumble. I think we recovered that one, though. Uh, the sack fumble. Yeah. He just kind of stood in the pocket. We got it back. But, man, oh, man, I was livid. I was absolutely livid. I thought that uh, the game I, – I knew exactly how the game was going to go. Uh, if you guys were with us on the Patreon, you watch a live stream. I said it straight up. I said, he's going to play like this. I said, we're going to get the ball back right before the half is over. We're going to kick a field goal. Then we're going to come out in the second half. We're going to get the ball back. We're going to score. And it's going to be 10 to 17. And the game isn't going to look as bad as it was. And we're going to say, see, you got to stick with Jimmy because look how close it is now. Mm. That's exactly what happened. Um, so I posted this tweet on, on, on Twitter today or yesterday. And I said, uh, Damn, you know, I don't want to let me. I want I want to make sure I say it the right way. Um, give me one second here. All right. So my question, my question was, and I quote, oh no, that's not it. All right, here we go. It says, I want to ask a question without people assuming my intentions. Here it is. Jimmy Garoppolo's play down the stretch was indeed indeed clutch. Did enough, obviously. But does that override his poor play in the first half with people? And then I finished it with the 49ers have a good team. Thank God. Um, the first half, Jimmy Garoppolo really, really annoyed me. Second half, Jimmy Garoppolo, you still had some of the annoying moments, but not enough to make us lose that game, right? There was still that second turnover in the second half and all. And uh, some one of the one of the most interesting responses I got to that tweet was, if I set your house on fire, but come in and rescue you, should you thank me for rescuing you? And mm -hmm. I thought that was the perfect way to sum up how I felt about Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm here to give him praise for a second half and 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 doing enough to get the win. But man, Tony, I I think that's as much praise as I can give him. Am I being too hard on the quarterback? No, I, I mean his track record. Right, we are in a must-win situation due to the way he played versus the Titans. Granted, we beat the Texans. That was with Trey Lance, but his poor decision making and poor throws. <laughs> Versus Tennessee causes us to be in this position. But I, I just kind of feel Jimmy, and, and we spoke about this on the phone, so I'll wait to the coaching part of the we, – when we break down the coaching part of it. I, I just feel Jimmy in the second half like just took a step, right. uh, if you will. Like he – like he was making some, some big boy throws. He did have the one bad, bad pass. I don't know what happened if he got hit or something. Um, where you, you just you talking about the one where it just fluttered over the middle of the interception? Yeah, it just went straight up in the air, hung up in the air for about 45 minutes, and it got picked and off. It's funny because you, if you listen to like Matt Mayoko and those guys who were there, try to break it down, you hear him like blame. Uh, I don't, maybe that was his thumb. So his thumb only bothered him on that one play. Like, yeah. the, you, like that, the excuse, like it was so annoying listening to people like use that as the excuse yeah. for that play. Like that's the only time he had the thumb. Yeah. Like, now, his second interception, I sp we spoke about this earlier. I just think that was just – I mean, it was behind a little bit of Kittle, but it, it was just a, uh, an excellent play by Jalen Ramsey by sticking with the ball and just not letting it fall. He just – I mean, that's a competitor. He's going to play from whistle to whistle, 
and he just kept going, boom, 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 and he just finally caught. So you got to give credit to stat, um, um, Jalen Ramsey for that one. But he did end up with two interceptions. But in the second half, he did turn it around. He played well. Uh, and, you know, I'll give credit where it's due. It was impressive. So uh, I think you're right with your assessment as far as the second half play. All right, I want to I want to look through the uh, chat to see what people say in here because I'll be honest with you, man. I was you you know how I am. Jimmy is giving us exactly what we expect from him, so I blame Kyle. Kyle is asking for this, and I know you hate when I do that. I know you hate when I do that, and I know you said you want to talk about coaching later, but when I see Jimmy doing what he did, I I don't I I get mad at Jimmy like seeing it live and reacting. And then my brain says, this is Kyle's doing. This is Kyle's fault. He chose this path. He chose this path. And so obviously we'll never know, you know, how that game would have turned out if they made a quarterback switch at halftime or if Trey started the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we won't ever know how that went. Uh, but we knew that Jimmy was going to be the guy. And, we, you know, we discussed that ad nauseum uh, leading up to the game on the show and off the show. And we settled on if there's there's no way that Jimmy is active and he can't be the starter. Because then Shanahan would have contradicted everything he said hmm. all year long. So he had to. Once we knew Jimmy was active, uh, that meant it was Jimmy time. So, uh, you know, we did it. Um, I'm going to stay on the offensive side of the ball here. Um, I want to praise uh, the running backs. I want to. I want to. I'm going to say the halfbacks, the H-backs. Does that include all of them? There's a there's a term that includes the tight. I mean, the fullback and the running backs. Which which one is it? If you combine them, it's running backs. If you separate them, it's tailback, half a fullback. Oh, okay. So then running backs. Uh, you got a player in the running backs room that you want to give any praise to? Yeah, I think Elijah Mitchell ran hard. I mean, they 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 knew what was coming. I, I, the first quarter, they knew what the Niners were going to try to do. They were going to try to establish the edge run game. They, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they they came out, and I, I just think of it, and it, it's. Why I personally don't blame Kyle, and we'll get into the coaching part of it later, but it, it's like Kyle was looking. He was trying to see what they were showing, what they were doing, how they were defending. What, what, what was their answer to this play? How did they adjust to that play? And I just feel like he just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And then with the 38 seconds left when they got that ball – going into the half and he did what he did. I, I said to myself, I said, Mm-mm, this game's far from over. I said it to myself, but, and and that's me speaking like as a fan of Kyle, because nine out of 10 times, what does Kyle do? He kneels it. He runs it. It's a shotgun. He'll spread everybody out and then just do a draw. And he goes into halftime. No, he came out guns blazing. Boom, 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 field goal. And And that's what I said what I said. So I definitely think Mitchell deserves credit. He ran his ass off. He ran in between the tackles, outside the tackles. He he went down. He didn't go down after the first contact. It took him several hits or several guys to bring him down. I just really like – he's a steal, bro. He's a steal. I really really like that young man. I felt like that was low-hanging fruit. Uh, The reason I was looking for the group that encompassed all those backs – was because I wanted to give some praise to our guy Juice. Um, I could have done him in the special team segment, but I want to save that for later because Juice having to step in for Mitch Wisnowski as a holder uh, in the game was very, very, very clutch. Um, 
And, you know, we, I don't know if you, well, I'm sure you remember, there was a, set, a point in time where the team went through like three different holders. And they kept blaming Robbie Gold's failures on the holder and the, the rhythm from the snapper, the long snapper to the holder, to the kick and all that stuff. And so I thought for him to go in there and then the word came out that they hadn't practiced that much, like with him being the holder, because you don't expect anything to happen to your punter, right? Um, they hadn't practiced it too much. And he went in there and you didn't miss a, you didn't miss a beat. Well, they've done it before. You you do realize that, right? Mm-hmm. When Gold got hurt in warm-ups and Wisnowski was the punter, Juice was the holder. Right, Juice was the holder. Right. That tells me that they definitely work on that in practice. So right. it's smart. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I really I really enjoyed seeing um, Juice just step up, didn't flinch at all. He had some very key blocks as normal. You know, he, he, he was Juice out there, you know. Um, he was open on a couple of routes that, we probably could have taken better advantage of too on the sidelines. I think he did have a catch in the game though. Anyway, I think he did get one of them, right? I don't have the stats pulled up in front of me, but I feel like he got hit on the right sideline on, on one of them. And if, if he didn't get hit, that's the one maybe I'm thinking about where he was open and we didn't get him the ball. Um, I'll pull, I'll pull up the stats, but I was very proud of juice in that game. And um, especially when you're doing something that you don't normally do. And we needed those field goals. I mean, you got a game where you got 27 points. That's three field goals. We needed we needed the holder to go out there and, and be that, you know. So um again, shout out to Juice, man. He's he's gonna be my my guy in the running back room. Not that yours is wrong, but we're here to give flowers, man. We're here to give praise. All right. Uh let's move, let's keep it moving forward before we go out. Let's start with offensive linemen. Now, this one's gonna be interesting. Um, you went first last time, so I'll go first this time with the offensive linemen. And my praise is gonna be to Colton McKivitz. I feel like uh, he, he filled in admirably. Except for, well, the play, right? Like that's, <laughs> but when, when this kid comes in there and they tell you that he hadn't practiced much at tackle and all that stuff, I mean, he played a hell of a game. One mistake that we, that we saw, I'm sure there were other mistakes that, yeah. you know, they got rid of the ball too quick or whatever. They ran the opposite direction and things like that. But one noticeable mistake. That's damn good considering that I think all of us in the chat were saying it's Jalen Moore time, right? Yeah. Well, so. I think I know why they went that route. And that's because of his um, ability, his athleticism to get downfield. Jalen Moore is more of a bigger, like more brute tackle. He is he has the ability to get out and run. Similar to like a Tom Compton type frame. And, and right. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's just go back on the history of this guy, McKivitz. Uh, before tr- uh, Trent Williams was traded for, he was the target to replace Joe Staley. They traded up. They they drafted uh, McKivitz in the fifth round. Then they announced the trade. And when they said that, that they traded for Trent Williams, they he was drafted as the uh, competition to be the starter for the left tackle spot. Uh, the scouting department, guys that we all love and respect, uh, gave him the Golden Helmet Award meaning that he was a top-notch prospect in their eyes. And, um, you know, he was on the roster. And then this year, the Final 53, he didn't even make the cut. And they didn't even bring him back to the practice squad right away. But when McGlinchey went down, he was the first one that they called in, put him on the practice squad, and he was the one that was going to start today. Uh, We'll start um, on on Sunday. Uh, Kudos, Chris Forrester. Guy, you keep plugging people in due to injury, and the line just doesn't miss a beat. You know, we were all nervous about losing Benton to the Jets. I, listen, 
Forrester had his issues in the past. He's focused. He's locked in. And in my opinion, he's one of the top offensive line coaches in the league. And it, 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 the, the proof is in the pudding. Look at how well this offensive line is playing. They're not a top five offensive line, but as a unit and one, they're playing very well together. I completely agree with you, man. I completely agree, man. Uh, the, the team just really, really, like, came together in such a positive way. This It really took the t- a team effort. There was no individual hero of this game, despite what people are going to say about Debo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there, there was no individual hero in this game, man. I mean, uh, all right, anyway. All right, so that's the offensive line. We're going to move to the outside next to the uh, offensive line. We're going to go to the tight ends here. Um, I don't know if there's an individual tight end that you want to give praise to, or do you just want to include them with the wide receivers? I mean, how do you want to do this? I mean, the real, only real one we, we, we've seen in a game was Kittle. Uh, Fred Warner got uh, – Fred Warner. Uh, Charlie Warner got in there on some reps and two tight end sets and blocking situations where Kittle would go out into a pattern. Um, face it. Listen, Kittle, I think, only had like maybe four or five catches for like maybe 15 yards, 16, 20 yards, maybe most. He was clearly there to to help and assist blocking, whether it was on Compton side or McKivitt side. So there, there's yeah, five really receptions for ten yards, and his long was six yards. So I mean, he was just yeah. So there really isn't much to say, but I tell you what, everyone like like we have one of the highest paid tight ends and the highest paid fullbacks, and I have no problem paying them because they're such an asset to this offense, not only in possession and like receiving. But look what they do to the run game, and look how they help this offensive line in protections. Right. So, you know. well, when you finish the, the a game with two backup tackles, right? Let's keep that in mind. I know, I know, we've been without McGlinchey for a while, but Compton is still a backup. So, when you finish a game with two backup tackles and still 135 rushing yards against a top five defensive line in the NFL, you know that that tight end is in there helping out in those situations. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, he deserves some kudos for that because. That's what he did. That's what he does every time. Uh, we, we remember it in the uh, was it the Cardinals game where we were with Jalen Moore in there, uh, and I think there was another guy who played tackle that same game. Anyhow, but in those games, that's what that's what um, you know. Kittle had to be um, the Niner. Yeah. What are you? Are you? Are you eating an eraser? Seriously, dude. Fucking dumb. sorry. I'm <laughs> he's like eating my kids' school supplies over there. Mm-hmm. I used to chew on erasers too. All right, anyhow. Um, next up is wide receivers. So I'll let you go first here because uh that Kittle one was the only option you really had. So um shit, where do you start? Because honestly, I think. All four of them that got time on the field all played well. You got, you got to pick one. That's the fun part. I, I'll let you do – well, you pick one. I'll give mine, and then you, if you have anybody else you want to pick up afterwards, they'll be your honorable mention. So I'm going to go away from the top two because the top two are always on their, their game, pretty much game in and game out. I'm going Jawan Jennings, mm-hmm. someone that I was high on the minute they drafted this guy. And I tell you the story again and again. I almost rear-ended somebody when it came across my phone that they drafted somebody because I was on the way driving home from work. I was super excited. I, I even think I jumped on the show while I was driving, screaming and yelling. You know, the guy comes out. Yeah, he runs a four seven forty. But look, look at look what he did yesterday. 
finished with six for 95 and two touchdowns, blocks like a son of a bitch. He's a high-effort guy. The 49ers created an offense with guys who are bullies. Debo Samuel, bully. Jawan Jennings, bully. Kittle, bully. Mitchell has no problem backing down, bully. Ayuk is even becoming a bully. So the mentality is there. These guys are blockers. They will run you over. They will look for contact. And this is what Kyle built. And you have to give credit to Kyle, John, Adam, uh, Rand Carthon, all of the guys up there work, Ethan Watt, all the guys working together. They built one hell of an effing roster. And again, he's another late round guy, sixth, seventh round pick. So, yeah, the knock on him was this, knock on him was that, but he's pro- being productive at the next level. Now, I know you don't want to hear this, but he is what the team wanted Jalen Hurd to be and didn't turn out to be. He is what they no, wanted. I think I, I, I know Jalen Hurd would have been used more in the backfield than what Jawan Jennings is being used for. As no, far as as a receiver, as as a physical pass catcher, yeah. I'll, I'll I give told you that. The minute they drafted Jennings, he was on the clock, hands down. But whatever, it is what it is. I just love what this kid brings to this team. Like, you know, everyone's saying, oh, he's uh, he's the next, you know, Kendrick Bourne. I, I see him a little bit better than Kendrick Bourne. He's more bigger, physical. He, you know, he made catches Kendrick Bourne. He was a great asset to the 49ers. But he brings a different mentality to this team. Kendrick Boy was more of the fo- uh, the funny guy, party loose guy on the field. This guy's an imposing figure. Like he'll run through you. Oh, he he likes to dance and stuff too. Now don't don't. No, I'm saying like physicality. I I think Jennings is more a physical player than Kendrick Boy. Uh yeah 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 yeah. I'll give you that. So I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I I just think that you you know what I'm saying. Like I I'm huge. I, I'm a huge Jennings fan. Yes. So I'm glad he's finally getting his opportunities producing. And I'm telling you right now, that touchdown pass he caught from Debo Samuel, if he didn't sell that fake block, he literally ran into the safety, gave him a shot, and just released. And he yeah. was wide open. Yeah. And, you know, Kyle's got another weapon right now. So absolutely, we'll see. Absolutely. Uh, he was gonna actually going to be my guy that I, I put in the spotlight because I, I just assumed you were going to go with – like you said, one of the top two guys, right? But you didn't do it. So I'm going to do it then. I'm going to actually go with my guy, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is a guy that I, um, coming into this season, I told everybody he's going to be the number one wide receiver. So Debo's going to be fun. He's going to be a gadget player. That's cool. But the best wide receiver on the team is going to be Brandon Ayuk. And Ayuk showed why this Sunday. Uh, Not just with his pass catching ability, but being an all-around route one runner, route runner. Oof, that was a mouthful. Um, that touchdown pass to Jennings from Jimmy. There, if you watch that play, watch how he has to run straight in, like he's going to run to the end zone and cut the last minute and make the guy move over with him. And Jennings is wide open across the middle. He opened that lane there, you know. And when they were talking about how uh, Ayuk isn't doing the small things, the consistent things. I believe that's what they were talking about when yeah. when they weren't giving him play. Now, do I agree that he's not doing those things so you don't put him in for plays? At the time, I said, no, that's crazy. You can't do that, right? But when you see Ayuk run that route and make this guy move, you know what? I have don't don't we have a don't we have the NFL thing here? Don't we have game pass? We can play, we can we can show that play. 
Yeah, I think I'm already logged in. I can show that play and show you guys exactly what I'm talking about. Here it is. That is why Kyle was hard on him, and I think the tough love work paid off. Right. Well, what I was going to say was, you know, you have uh, let me let me pause it because they're just playing already. What I was going to say was, you know, at first I was like, all right, Kyle, he might not run the route the exact same way you want him to do it, but you don't have to be that hard on him. Like, let the kid play, let him get some starts. You know what I'm saying? Let him get some reps, but. When you see it happen, how he has to run the route precisely the way Kyle wants him to so it can open up a massive lane, it does warrant being benched. It does warrant being sat down if you don't do it that way. Because had he not run that route that same way, I'm not saying Jennings wouldn't have caught the pass, but I don't think it would have been a touchdown. I don't think it would have been a touchdown. And everyone watches it, and we watch the replays, and we're like, he was wide open, he was wide open. Watch IU run the clear out, though. Like, so that was... Um, I do now, you know, with that in mind, you do kind of feel like, yeah, it was, uh, it was warranted, you know? So here, let me, uh, let's show this play here. We got the coach's film, right? And we're going to go to the touchdown. Oh no, that was the Debo run. That was Debo's pass. Jimmy Garoppolo to Jennings. Here it is here. This is it here. <clears throat> you have two contributions too, Mike. Yeah, I no, I got him uh I got him starred. Right. I have him starred so we can so we can see him. It was All a right. great route design. I mean, run by Ayuk, but the concept and the design is really, I think, what sold that whole like you'll see it when you play it. Someone comes in motion and just takes like the middle linebacker or the safety. And they and boom, he comes right in. Oh, the coach's film isn't available yet. It's only the replay of the game. All right, so I I can't do it now. I can't do it right now. What? That's crazy. It's been. It says coach's film is twenty four to thirty six hours. It's been that. Hold on a second. They've been acting funny this year, bro. Yeah, I, I don't understand what why this shit ain't working. Touchdown. Big play. Big play. Big play. Incomplete touchdown. It won't give it to me. Hold on. Maybe I can click it if I do this. Sorry, guys. I'm going to get to the contributions. I promise you that. I promise. I promise. I promise. All right. It's it's weird on here. I, I hate this thing, man. All right. Let's get to these contributions really quick. Thank you guys for the contributions. You guys are incredible. Thank you guys for your patience. Uh, the first one was from Niner Cali Boy. It's going on. He says, Tony, dare we say they are nitty gritty Niners? all right um with the other one here is from Deshaun page i think this is the first time i've seen a 30 dollar contribution i know that sounds weird right but normally you see like 29.99 right flat number yeah like this is this is a this is a 30 dollar anyway Deshaun, thanks for the contribution uh it says what's up nine again congratulations through 40 years watching 49ers, I never seen the 49ers fight for a playoff spot in and win. And win. Go Niners. Um, I'm trying to think if there's been a game where playoffs are on the line, the final game of the year, and we won. I know uh Mike Singletary's year. I think we had like a five, I think we had a record. We were we had five wins. I think we played the Seahawks in the last week of the game. They had six wins. And the winner of that game was going to have the tiebreakers. It was it was terrible. The Seahawks went to the postseason that year. That was the year of the Beastquake run. 
they they went seven and nine that year. And had we beat them, we would have had six and nine or six and ten with the tiebreaker over them, and we would have been the team in there. Um, that's the last uh, win and end scenario I can think of, Tony. I don't know uh, what you got. Can you think of another one? I'm sure your mental Rolodex goes back way further than mine does when it comes to Niners. I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to. To get in, it's far back. But to like, I mean, for clinching seeding, I mean, obviously, there was games all through the like 90s where they would be fighting the last game to get the one seed or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I can't recall the last win in your in game for them. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird, man. It's weird. I haven't seen one in a long time. Uh, give us a thumbs up when you're ready down there, bro. And, you know, that's not a thumb. That mother, That's not a thumb. <laughs> I'm not going to tell y'all what finger it was that he gave me, but it wasn't a thumb, that's for damn sure. <laughs> was it this one? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Close to it, though. Uh, all right. Uh, what, what did I just do? Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, let me pull up this other contribution here really quick from Nigel. Then we'll pop my man in here. It says, how come Jeff Wilson didn't play that much? Thanks for the contribution, Nigel. Um, <laughs> he got in there. He just didn't get that many touches. He was in a lot of like, they're doing this new look now where they're having the halfback uh, actually flexed off the tight end and coming in motion on a lead block with Debo in the backfield. And he's been the guy that's been doing it. Jeff Wilson Jr. So, I mean, he has a role in the offense. He did get some reps in the game, I mean, physically carried. I think he maybe carried once or twice, maybe, but that's just about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Breezy, any thoughts on why we didn't see Jeff Wilson Jr.? I just don't think he's scripted to be the runner at this moment. I, it's it's got to all be a setup, man. Like, why do we see more hasty than Jeff Wilson Jr.? It's it's all got to be part of this this plan going forward, yo. And so, um, I, that's the only thing I can think of. Jeff Wilson, we know who he is. We know what he can do. We know he can have a monstrous run game. And he, we know he could be the bell cow. We know he cannot. Uh, you did see Jeff. I think he was on special teams, though. So, like, Jeff Wilson is out there. He's just not getting the calls. And now you're going to add Trey Sermon back to the mix because he got, you know, uh, he placed off of IR onto the active roster. So, who knows what's going to happen? But I tell you what, the more the merrier, man. If the 49ers dress four running backs, well, good luck, Dallas Cowboys, because which one are you going to get, you know? And so I, that's the only reason why I could think why Jeff Wilson Jr. wasn't out there. It just wasn't his call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It's it, it was weird, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh, it was, uh, you know, I honestly, man, I think I, I know people say that, you know, we don't run a, a one-back system here. We definitely run a one back system, right? <laughs> but it, but think, it, but it wasn't always like that, yo. No, it wasn't. It um, wasn't. And so I think when Mostert got hurt, Kyle Shanahan, Tony, and Mike must have loved something about Elijah Mitchell. Something we still don't know to this day what it is. Something we haven't seen. I mean, we know what we like from Elijah Mitchell. Um, but this it, it must be the fact that he always falls forward after a run. He's not going down on the first hit of the con. It's got to be something. How did this kid get drafted in the what fifth or sixth round? I don't know. Yeah, sixth round draft pick. I, it has to be something to do with injuries. But 
Kyle Shanahan loves Elijah Mitchell. And when Elijah's not out there, guess what? The next person that comes in, one running back system. You know what it could be, guys? It could be the fact that he doesn't want to get his running backs all banged up at the same time. So he might as well get one banged up at one time. I don't know. I'm just making up anything. No, no. I I can tell you what it is. Okay. It's Debo. He's the best second back on the team. (laughs) I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I am so sick. You tell me. Tell, tell, tell me I'm wrong. I can't. I want to, but I can't. It's it's Debo. It's he's, because... he's better than any of the other running backs other than Elijah Mitchell. Yes. And that that that's that's the thing. But he and wasn't supposed why. to be. Kyle, no. Yo, Kyle Shanahan's been doing this since he's been here. I didn't know that. I went back and watched like games from 2017. We always had a run wide receiver in the backfield getting the handoff. It wasn't just no end around. It was a wide receiver taking, getting the snap handoff from the quarterback, trying to get yards. We've always had it. Marquise Goodwin did it. We have other wide receivers that did it. So Kyle Shanahan has always had this as an intricate part. Debo is just the best at it. <laughs> like, so he keeps tapping that well until, yeah, it, until it runs out. Until yeah. it runs out. So, all right. Um, We were on. It's also, though, you have to take into consideration that, listen, Debo is good anywhere in the field, but you put Debo in the backfield, it screws with the defense. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Let's talk it about that. Automatically, Tony. like stuns the defense. All right, like what? what what's going on? Yes, sir. So, but so Tony, the Rams tried mm-hmm. because they had probably the best cornerback in the league, like on that. Because they because this gave it a buck. Ramsey nullified the, the run. Like, he nullified it, right? Because Debo didn't kill Ramsey on that. Ramsey no. might have got hit and, and knocked down, but mm-hmm. Debo had got negative yards on both of those. <laughs> Let's right. give it a buck. Mm-hmm. But there was a there was a scheme. There was a reason. There was a purpose for that. Because Debo knew Ramsey was going to cheat up on the line and, and try to take it away because they've seen it for the past eight weeks, right? Right. Debo's yeah. in the backfield. Debo's getting a carry. Right. So, so now seen... you put Debo in the backfield. Ramsey's attention goes to the backfield. Mm-hmm. Which is why you have Debo also making touchdown passes because people are biting on him getting the ball in his hands behind the line of scrimmage. Kyle's playing chess and everyone else is playing, playing chess. checkers. That's exactly Let's it. Let's fire Kyle 2022. <laughs> Tony is not going to let people live that shit down, man. You talking shit, Tony. I ain't mad at you, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I'm I just, sorry. I, Tony, I never said fire Kyle. No, no, no not you. But I'm I kidding. do blame Kyle for the dumb shit that be happening with the 49ers. Look, like, he the head coach, so he get the blame. And, <laughs> and in this particular game, like, you can't tell me, Tony, if you were the head coach, that you would not have tried to figure out a way to get your run game involved, even being down by 17 points, because he clearly didn't. He We clearly kept throwing the ball. Even on the drive that we scored three points off, it was throws. Like, we were throwing right. the ball. And then he, came, he did come out in the second half with the 10 runs in a row, which is how they were able to pop the touchdown to uh, to Jennings. And what did I? And then I said Kyle made an adjustment. Like he right. he went in the locker room and said, "You know what? Guess what? We're not down by seventeen. We're only down by fourteen. Let's get back to the script." But why does Kyle always go away from the script? Because we know, the other teams know that Kyle's going to try to run the ball. Do you think Kyle is trying to see what he can get from the passing game early? Because we know that the teams are going to try to sell out and take away the run. 
Like, is that what Kyle was trying to do? I think the whole first half was Kyle seeing what he could do and how they would react. Damn. That's that's just my opinion. You got to look at it like this. There are two different style coaches. McVay is, (laughs) Kyle's going to sit back while you, (laughs) and then he's going to get you. Mike, Mike, don't don't smile when Tony does that because I already know (laughs) (laughs) like I'm dead serious. Like, McVay (laughs) jumped out the gun, right? Right. McVay jumped out and started shooting from the hip. And he was so happy it was working. He was in the end zone with over six minutes left in the second quarter. Bro. You showed your hand, right? Yeah. Oh, the whole hand. (laughs) And out of the 17 games we played this year, 16 of them, in a situation that we were in, Kyle would have hand the ball off, ran the draw, and ran off the field. No. 38 seconds, he put three points on the board. That's when you knew he – all right, I got you. Gotcha. He figured it out from that moment right there. I got you, you son of a bitch. Like, that's it. Like, that's the difference between McVeigh and Kyle, Mm -hmm. in my honest opinion. Mm -hmm. So, like, he he saw the defense. He he put Debo all over the field, out wide, slot, this side, running back, and he just – Quarterback. The defense reacted. Mm -hmm. And then when it was go time, like, yeah, you said – you said he they ran 10 plays straight, right? Mm-hmm. All 10 runs. You know, on the 11th play, before they even got that kickoff, he could have said to Jimmy, we're scoring on the 11th play. Yep. Because let's take it back to ED when he was a 49er. Yep. Mike Shanahan, his father, said, on the we're going to score a touchdown on the 7th play. And Eric yep. Davis was like, bullshit, you are. And there it is. They score mm-hmm. on the 7th play. Kyle is leaps and bounds ahead of everybody in this league. And the reason why I'm such a big advocate of Kyle Shanahan is when you have your head coach walk up to an official and say, listen, on this play, this guy's going to grab my receiver, number 19, number 11, number 81, whoever it is, he's going to grab him once he makes his break inside. And sure shit, he does it. That tells me it's not Kyle's fault. That tells me it's Jimmy's fault because he's not throwing the ball where he needs to throw. And that's why I keep saying, guys, it's not Kyle. Guys, it's not Kyle. You have a goddamn coach calling out an f- official, tell him to throw a flag, watch this because it's going to happen, and it happens. That's how well in the head he is. Yeah, I, I agree. He's perfect, but I, I agree. But Kyle still con- he still controls. He still runs everything. You're, you're right. He calls it, and but so Kyle's not the guy that executes it. No, you're the- right. No, you're you're 100 right. Mm. But if something's not working and he chooses <clears throat> not to fix it or or address it, in my opinion, that was on Kyle. All right, let, let's keep it a book. Mm. The first half of this game was crazy, right? Even being down by fourteen, just the way everything was going wasn't in, wasn't in our favor, mm-hmm. and 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 it didn't look like Kyle was going to make any adjustments. Um, when it came to the offense, because he kept trying to throw the ball with the quarterback that had a a busted thumb, he kept mm-hmm. he kept letting the quarterback throw. Now you're right; the players got to go out and execute. I watch drop passes, I watch underthrown throws, mm-hmm. I watch like poor runs, poor gaps, open up for running back. It was just bad. I don't know if we showed up late. I don't know what happened, 
All I know is in the first half, it was terrible, bro. We before that, before the the, the drive that we got three points, bros. Mm-hmm. We had twenty three yards, yo. We like negative. We, we had negative. Yeah, we had negative four yards at one point. That's that was rushing. We had twenty three total yards, y'all. Twenty three, and then we went on this drive, like to get three points, switch, and, right? which let me know that Kyle wasn't done. Players got to go out and figure some junks out, and Kyle was going to come back and happen. I think that's when I hit you up. It was like, yo, Kyle's making adjustments. D'Amico Ryan's made adjustments, too, because he allowed that defense to – I mean, that offense to not do much of anything in that whole third quarter. And then even in the fourth quarter, I mean, they got a touchdown, but it is what it is. The 49ers had a chance, and this is what confuses me about Kyle Shanahan, and I know you put it on the players. It was 17-17. Jimmy made a bad read and a bad throw, and the ball gets intercepted. But why not just run the ball, Kyle? You're on a 22-yard line. Why are we going for the gusto when you love to take control of the game and take the time off the clock, and you could have possibly got more points, and we could have went up over the Rams. Instead, you gave them the ball back, shifted the momentum. They scored a touchdown. Now we're down by seven, and we had to play the comeback game. So Kyle, Kyle confuses me. I'm not saying I want him fired though. That ain't why ain't that stupid. I'm th- that that would be that's insanity right there to say some dumb shit like that. What I'm saying is Kyle just <laughs> Kyle's gotta why can't Kyle just go in his bag and be in his bag for 60 minutes of football? Cause I understand what you're saying, but all right, we are we're watching it at home on a TV, right? And then we get to rewatch it and we could sit here and do these shows. This man is on a field, field level, standing behind all the way down the field, looking at the back end of the secondary to see what's there. And if he's seen something and he feels confident in it, he's going to call it. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, he's got guys upstairs watching. He's got other people watching. It's about like, it's about. We, we've talked about it at nauseum, plays setting up plays. Mm-hmm. And in that situation where you said, why didn't he just run it? Maybe he was in a, ca- in, in, in a part of his cadence and his play calling where there was a window there. Oh, I got you. It was being set up. I got you. So it, it, it could be that. I mean, I, I'm listen, I'm not saying he's perfect, but I will tell you this. He's, I don't want him to go nowhere. I'll ride or die with Kyle. I'm, that's no, I'm, just... I'm listen, bro. I'm with you 100. percent I'm I'm <laughs> cool with Kyle with his his weird play calling, his his vanilla play call. I'm cool with everything. I just feel like Kyle can simplify things a lot more if he understands and accepts the limitation of some of his players, mainly the quarterback. Hey Wayne, real quick question. Yeah, you have an iPhone, right? I do. If I send you a tweet, can you grab the video and and put it in here for me? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm going to tag you on something real quick. Because I can't find the all 22. This I got the all. So you want me to show it? I I have it also, but it's not working. It's, Mine is. Are you serious? You want the defense or the offense? I want I want the uh, the Jennings touchdown pass um, from Jimmy. 
It's, so the, it's the, the last touchdown of the of the game in regulation. Okay, so you want the offense. I, I, I asked Mike a simple question. Did he want the defense or the offense? And he said, I want the last touchdown pass. Well, you, you didn't specify which defense or offense. Here we go. Smart ass. <laughs> now, 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 there's two defenses and two offenses. What are we talking now. about? Now's a fucking, now, now, I don't want to hear it. It's a 49ers show. I, I don't want to hear it. We... All right. All right. All right, I'm shutting up. Nah. You, you won that one. You got nah. me, dog. I'm coming nah, back for you, dog. No, you're coming back to the Ben. You Mike. know I'm what's coming the, back, bro. You, you should have said, Mike, what's the name of your show? And then I'd have, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, damn, you're right, bro. All right, you got me. Oh, All right, we had you. this contradiction a while ago from Ace Lee. Thank you, man. I did not forget about you. 1983 was a great year. I know some wonderful guy that was born. He was wearing an Eric Armstead jersey right now. But uh, he says... um. 1983, 49ers had to beat the Lions to get into the playoffs. 85, 49ers had to beat the Cowboys to get into the playoffs. This is not the first time. I don't think anyone said it was the first time. I don't think that's what the comment said. I thought the comment said this is the first time in a long time. I can remember the first time in 40 years, something like that, he said. Which, I mean, we're close to 40 years if that's the case. Uh, but Asa, man, good recall there. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't disagree with it. Well, I, wasn't, I was three and five years old. I don't remember shit. I was... I was probably not born yet. No, I was born in November of 83. So I was like a month old and then, you know. I was two. four. So, so yeah. I, I definitely didn't. don't remember 83. But thank you very much for the contribution. All right. I remember 87, though. This, is not the, <laughs> this, ain't, this view ain't – I don't think it's going to show it. What I want you guys to look at is number 26 in at the top of the, at the, top of the screen there. Watch IU pull this guy away. So that way Jennings goes in untouched. It's incredible. And he even stops in front of him in the end zone. I, you I don't know that if ball this was... is the exact play, but let's just watch it until oh. we get there. No, it's not. This is definitely not the play. Okay, so we, we're going to get there. We're close. Just y'all relax. I just said we're going to get there. Damn. You want to do this? I would if I could. Mine don't let me do well, it. Well, you 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 knew the play. I'm just getting to it. Dang. You logged in on NFL Network, right? No, I'm not. And you, I think you're in overtime. Oh, that's why. You well, you're not on NFL. How, how you get what? That's this is it. the fourth quarter. That's it. I think. Oh no, no that's not. Yeah, that. we we had 17 points. We needed to get in the end zone. This is all 22. Yeah. First and 10 ball, 133. They're saying that you got to go forward a little bit more. <clears throat> we were around like the we were around like the 17 yard line or something like that. Well, they don't mind. They here. They ain't going nowhere. So, but the reason uh, we're doing this, so right now what we're doing is we're, we're giving praise to different players in each position group, Wayne. Um, and we were at the quarterback, I mean, the wide receiver position. And Tony went with Jawan Jennings for obvious reasons. That boy, I, old, man. Oof, I went with um, Brandon Ayuk. And part of my reasons was I understand why he was in trouble this early on in the season. Play. This is the play, yeah. Mike. Watch the motion guy. Get the play thing off the screen. Can can that can that yeah, be moved? I, I'm still trying. It's, it's gonna go away, Mike. It's gonna go away. Oh, because <laughs> I, I was trying to see the wide receivers. It's gonna go away. I'm just trying Apple to get users. the right play. We this is it. We down the ball like 45 times. Like, what's going on here? No, he kills the clock here, and they come out. It was right. a penalty because he no. the guy So this next play is gonna be the incomplete. The Debo. He hits. He hits Debo right in the hands, uh, and Debo doesn't catch it. That's what this one is. See, right, so watch, watch. here's the motion. Now, look, you see how it shifted this guy, the middle of the field, over? Oh, no, that's not it. 
No, that's the next play. That was, that was the incomplete to Debo right there. That oh, was the and then it's on the next play. The next this play is the is same play. This is the yeah, same, this is the play same one to the replay from the other angle. Look at that. Right in Debo's hands. <clears throat> Debo, Debo didn't hold on to it. But now watch Ayuk. He's going to be on the same side of the field, the bottom of the screen. That ball was high and behind him, though, wasn't it? It wasn't really behind him. He, he definitely should have caught it. He got like all 10 fingers on it. I wasn't behind him at all. It was just high. Yeah, it, it was high, but it went through his hands. Yeah, it went right through his hands. He, he definitely could have come down with that one. I think Jimmy put too much sauce on it. Yeah, it was a tight window. That's I mean, any well, but it was high. If it could have been right in front of him, it's probably a better catch. But hey, he usually catches those. So oh, well, I said that this this play right here, Ayuk is right, right, not the bottom of the screen, the one above him. Watch what he does. Look at how he pulls that safety with him. Did you see that? He put, took two people with him. Right. But that's why Jennings was so wide open on that play. And this is why Ayuk was in the doghouse early in the year for not running the routes precisely as needed because then that play won't be as successful if they don't do it. That was a bust of coverage, too, on them, though, big time. I agree with that, Mike, but I also think that I don't, I don't think it was the fact that he wasn't running the routes properly. I look, man. Ayuk started making a name for himself. Look, it looks like they're they're trying to take him out of the play, and they just kind of left this guy wide open. They left. Well, I don't know who's who's this guy on at the bottom at the bottom of the screen above the time. Who is Taylor yeah. Rapp, number twenty four? No, right, right. Is that who that? What the fuck is he doing? He 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 should he's not even in on the play. He, <laughs> He's not covering. <laughs> oh no 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 no! You're missing it. They're bracket. They're gonna bracket Debo. Like like he's you got you got is that Debo at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah. you got twenty one oh. on Debo, so Taylor Rapp is gonna play over the top just in case Jimmy tries to throw to Debo. And yeah, okay. And that last play went to Debo. Man, Kyle, he's a genius. Bro. Wait till you see. But well, you see how just angle. by motioning, you see how just by motioning Debo. Here it is from a different angle, guys. Yeah, so you get to see. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me take the banner off. Let me take the uh, let me take the thing off. Well, oh, now you got you fucking go. up. All right, I got you, bro. Because like now it was before it was me, but you had the banner on the whole time. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. You gotta hit play. Wait, 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 wait. Could you could you pull that back before he motions? Yeah, you like that slow-mo, baby. You like right, that slow-mo. Before you hit play, look where Tyler Rapp is. He's right in the bottom of the logo. He goes all the way to the sideline the minute he motions out. Wow. Yeah, so, so you knew that they were going to bracket cover Debo Samuel. They were going to take open, That opened that hole. That opened up the hole. Because my man started on the hash and ended up on the sideline by the time the so can I give? Can I give props? Can I give my props to Jimmy Garoppolo on this? Oh my God! You give him whoever, yeah, you give him whoever you want, man. Now, That's funny though. The, the simple fact that Jimmy didn't like still force the ball into that horrible double coverage it would have been on Debo on a swing route, like he was able to locate and say, "Hey, there's a hole here. Let me throw it." And he threw a really good dime to to to, to, to Jennings. Well. Kyle, Kyle designed the, the shit out of this, bro. But it's still he still had to make the read, like right. You're saying I don't. I don't think I don't think the throw was anybody else. I'm out. Oh. Just Debo. I don't think the throw was anybody else. He throws the ball right over the linebacker. Look at this, Joe. Here comes Aaron Donald, untouched. God dang! Oh no, no, no! They got him. Oh no! Nah, you ain't getting my quarterback. 
right over the linebacker. Beautiful ball. He still jumps to catch it. Brendan Ayuk knocks down the safety. Well, he, he t- I told you he took two of them with him, man. I, that so that didn't really show it the way I wanted to, but it's all good. That was cool though. But that was that was the point of what I was saying, man. And I think that's why. Right, the why you got a crap all over my all twenty two coverage, bro? It's showing the play, like dang. <laughs> not hating like, on you're you. You're like an ungrateful mother sucker, yo. I will never I'm, do this again, yo. I'm not. What do you? I thought it was gonna zoom it's out. What you said. Oh, that didn't show it the way it was supposed I, to. I, it did, uh, I didn't say no. I didn't say the way it was supposed to. I said yes, the way I thought it was supposed to. The same thing. The same oh, thing. No, it did what it was supposed to. I had different expectations for it. That's all. Why are you so sensitive about something like 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 it's got because your, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to do a good deed and this dude complaining about the good deed. Hey, oh, that didn't show the play hey, like Wayne. I thought it hey, was Wayne. supposed hey, to. Hey, like you know hey, what I'm saying? I'll get hey, my Wayne. own the next time. Hey Wayne, Wayne, thank thank you, man. Thank you. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, so we go <laughs> we gonna keep going. All right, guys, we're supposed to be giving flowers here, so. Uh, Wayne, we're on the wide receivers right now. Currently, is there a wide receiver you want to highlight? So what we're doing is well, my, my wide receiver is Debo Samuel, man, and, and it's because everything that he does for this team, and you just named it. You just showed the one play. I mean, this dude took the whole. He took two defenders, and he he. Wait a minute, did you see that he took two defenders, Tony and Mike, on a swing route? And he wasn't even in the play. Like <laughs> he was just a decoy. <laughs> but he was behind the line of scrimmage, and but they look- were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at the respect those receivers are warranting. You had two receivers run decoy routes, one behind the line of scrimmage, and both of them took two people with them. You got two receivers that were double covered. Now, yeah. Tony said something that was dope. I think that safety or that that whoever that else was, 11, number 11, whoever that was, messed up. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to go underneath and follow Juwan Jennings. And instead, he was like, I'm not letting, not letting Brandon Ayuk catch his pass. And he went the wrong way. And if you look at them talk at the end, they were commute, they were they were arguing like you and I do every show. Ooh, I don't argue. Ooh. I don't argue. But yeah, so but thanks for thanks for real for pulling that up, man. That was great. So yeah, man. No problem. Um, how do I, is this a compliment or an insult? I'm just gonna pop it up here. Y'all tell me real quick. Just just let me know what y'all think. Is that a, is that an insult? I think he's trying to tell me to just stop arguing. And I don't I didn't know I was arguing with you. All I said was, why couldn't I get a thank you? I think that's what I was asking for. Because you kind of said, well, that and you said it so like slick. Well, that wasn't the way I thought I was gonna play. Like, whatever you said, it came out slick, and I'm like, dang. He was like, You want to do this? I said, I tried. <laughs> Mine wouldn't work. All right, so that's it for all the um. That's it for everybody on the offensive side of the ball. We're gonna switch over to the defensive side of the ball. Yo, I got my booster shot today, y'all. Um, Yo, my left arm feel like it's about to fall off. Cause you get no special powers. I can't even lift my damn left arm, and I'm left-handed. Woo, that's a hurt. Hmm. Boost it up. Pump, pump, pump it up. All right, so we're gonna do defensive linemen now, guys. Um. <laughs> uh, y'all know who I'm a name, so I'll go last. <laughs> Y'all know, I, I, listen, I don't wear players' jerseys often, especially during the season if they're active on the team. I don't do it. But y'all, y'all know who I'm a name. Uh, I'm going to let y'all have the floor. Whichever one of y'all want to go first, we're just going to try not to repeat names. Uh, defensive linemen that you want to give some flowers to, give some praise to. Can yeah. I go first? I could go first? Good. Um, 
Oh, there's two there's two players I want to give my flowers to. Can they split the flower? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, I'm going to go with DJ Jones, man. I think he's having his best year. And just the amount of pressure he's putting in like up in that front middle and, and the run stuffing. Like, these guys are stopping the run. I mean, a lot of that you can allude to Eric Armstead. But I like DJ Jones. I know he gets a little dinged up every game. But I think without his his energy and synergy with that front, like this team isn't where it needs to be at number three. Yeah, I said it. We're the number three defense ranked in the league right now. Well, I, I promise you, by the end of the season, we're gonna be like if everything. We're gonna be ranked two. That that was my thing. But um, yeah, man, Breezy, you gotta do some punching. I don't know. Oh, to get my arm back, right? I got you. I didn't even know what you were talking about. But I like DJ Jones, man, and I'm hoping he's good to go on Sunday. I hope he gets his treatments and all that good stuff because you need him out there, man. You need him out there on that field. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tony, Tony, Tony. Has done it again. Go ahead. No, you can take him. I got somebody else in the tug. I'm just going to sit here and rep the whole time you talk about him. Go no. ahead and break him down. I'm okay with that. No, no, you're good. You're good. I'm, I'm not going to. That's your guy. Um, of, of course, Nick Bosa. I mean, you know, double, triple teams. The guy's got the highest motor in the league. He doesn't stop. At least he doesn't tr- give up. But I, I'm going to go someone who I think is very important that this team needs to retain going into next season, and that's Arden Key. Um when I, when I when we signed Arden Key, I, I immediately said like, all right, this could be either an S signing or this could be a huge signing. It turned out that he's a it's a big signing. He has I think he has currently six and a half sacks. He should easily have anywhere between eight and a half to nine sacks due to penalties of like whatever if he landed on somebody wrong way, whatever. But this guy in this system in this scheme is a match made in heaven with the coach that coaches him. This guy has the ability. He took Kerry Hyder, got him nine and a half sacks. Arden Key comes here, got him six and a half sacks. Which, by the way... Tony, can I correct you on that? Because according, according to my stats, Arden Key has eight sacks. Um, really? Yeah. And so... I know to, he took like three away because of penalties. So then he would have 11 if they took three away. Yeah. So he's only gotten you one and a half sacks less than Kerry Hyder. Yeah. Yeah, so 10 soul tackles, assist assisted, zero force fumbles, 11 stops, eight sacks, 14 hurries, 14 hits, and 36 pressures, my guy. Yeah, so it, it's, <clears throat> it's 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 a piece that was added to this line and became a key part of the rotation, and it's just taking this defense off to the next level. Talk about versatility. He could line up outside, inside. He could play across the line of scrimmage. Um, and nickel, he could bump inside with Armstead or DJ Jones and Armstead will go outside. It, he's just a piece that is, I think, should be around in the future. And I think he's a key contributor. And I think they need him to keep playing at that level going forward. Uh, in this game, he was in the backfield constantly. Um, he didn't get home often, but he was constantly back there making noise, applying pressure. And, um, <clears throat> you know, that that's my choice. I'm, I'm not gonna go with the obvious with Bosa, but I'm gonna go with Arden Key. Yeah, uh, DJ Jones was one of my favorite players on the defense. Uh, y'all know how I'm. I'm probably one of the biggest DJ Jones stands out here. So I love Breezy's pick, and I, I've been giving respect to Arden Key. It was hard uh, beginning because I was just like, man, I can't believe we signed this bum. Da 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 da. But uh, nah, he's been 
He's been coming out here. He's been playing. He's been doing his damn thing. And I'm telling you now, the fans of where he left, those of whom we don't speak, are like, why wasn't he doing that here? You know? Like, it's... The, the kid needed a change of scenery. That That's what it was. He definitely needed a change of scenery, and he needed to grow up. When they drafted him, I think he was 20 years old. Not even. 19, I think. He was very young when they drafted him out of LSU. I think they took him in the third or fourth round because he had some off-field issues. But clearly, the kid has grown up, matured. He invested time in his body in the offseason, getting himself in better shape. And look what you have now. All right, you're talking about potentially D Ford, his career. Uh, D Ford probably stepped on the field for the last time for the Niners this year. Mm. This is perfect replacement. If you could somehow get rid of D Ford's number and replace it with Key, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah, this kid, he's uh, he's having a hell of a year. Oh, okay. They're saying that PFF counts <clears throat> half sacks as full sacks. That's right. why so I got he's, he's, he's at six and a half right now. So he's yeah. at six and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they count half sacks as full sacks. Okay. So, so then that means their stats are off. Yes, but they have for their sack. own rules. Because I mean, look, I, I'll be honest with you. If you're if you're counting productivity for a player, if if you and I, if if you and I are the edge rushers and Tony's the quarterback, and we both get there at the same time. It's not a half a sack because we both sacked sack the quarterback, right? You know so that's how they're looking but, at it. But in, for the play, it was one snap, one tackle. One tackle. So we're going to split it up between the two of us in the NFL stat. So I understand why PFF does it the way that they do. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it makes sense. It does. It makes sense. If you got there, you got there. You know. Um, so I really like Arden Key. I like that. Um, I like that uh, early in the year. I don't know if y'all remember this, man. This is, I'm, I'm petty. I'm petty. Um, he had one sack or maybe none. And Solomon Thomas had three with the Raiders. And they oh, were, yeah, I remember ah, this. I remember this. Ah, I remember we this. got the we won that deal. We swapped and y'all wish and there were fans mm-hmm. who saw those numbers and were like, God, we should have kept Solomon Thomas. And I'm like, what the what what have y'all been watching for the last four years that you say we should have kept Solomon Thomas? You know what I'm saying? And so that happens, and now look. When's the last – is Solomon Thomas even healthy anymore? I'm not even joking. Like, is he still active? The Raiders are in the postseason. Is he Is he going to play? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's active anymore. Like, I'm, I just haven't heard anything else about him, anything. So, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, we got to be careful, you know, how quick we jump on somebody and how quick we abandon somebody also. So I like I like it, man. Uh, but my guy, it's going to be Eric Armstead. Now, I don't have his PFF stats or anything like that over here. But, I mean, I, he is just a wrecker. There was the one play, you know, all year long, I have been criticizing him for being the last guy off the line all year long. And he had that one sack, and I swear he was the first person off the line, and not just off the line, not just the first person to move. My man was two steps in before anybody else was on their first step all the way. It was incredible. It was a thing of beauty. It was towards the end of the game. It was a big sack that we needed. Uh, it, it stopped him from getting that field goal uh, after we scored. And it was 24-24. It stopped them from driving down the field to get their field goal. Uh, just huge, huge, huge guy. Uh, monster in the run. He, he stepped it up in the pass game when we needed him the most. Uh, Eric Armstead, he gets the belly rub from Mike, man. This this is my guy for today. All right. Uh, I really I really liked it, man. Um, you, that's what you want from your veteran players. 
You know what I'm saying? You want, especially when you have a guy like Bosa who's taking the double and triple teams, you know, the way that we sat there and talked about Jennings and what he was able to do, you know what I'm saying? If we're going to say that about Jennings, who got wide open because of two wide receivers taking double teams, Eric Armstead, you're the vet, you're the strongest dude in, on the defensive line. You're supposed to be able to do something if Bosa's taking triple teams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so you got to go out there and do that, you know. And and, and this, this defensive line, they really are one massive complement to each other. Um, Bosa's going to take two. Armstead's going to take two. Now you got to deal with key. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they just yeah. complement each other very well. I just I just want to say, man, shout out to Armstead. Man. He played all he played all 17 games this year. Uh he played all 17 games. And you you know what? You know what you get from Armstead? You you get a full season out of him. There's only been two years he didn't mm-hmm. play all his full seasons. That was 2016, 2017. Uh, he had 63 total tackles, 29 solos. Uh he had six sacks on the year. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as far as some of his other stats uh from PFF. Uh, let's loss. he had 32 stops, uh, 42 hurries. He had 52 pressures, yo, and three quarterback hits. Like this dude is worth every penny of this contract. And, and I don't understand why so many people are upset that they signed him and extended him over DeForest Buckner. And here's why it's because you get versatility out of this guy. You can line him up inside or outside. He was struggling outside earlier at the beginning of the season. And then once Ken Law went out, they moved him back to the inside. Guess what? The 49ers became a top run defense. The moment they put him back inside, that defensive plug has been filled. That void has been filled. So Eric Armstead is a dope pick, Mike. He's definitely a guy that should be on everybody's radar, and he's going to be, you know, getting that boy, that Ezekiel Elliott, in the backfield. And so I can't wait to this game on Sunday. Eric Armstead is somebody you need to keep your eyes on. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I went uh, last, so I will do a reverse here. We're going to talk about um, the linebacker. Really, okay? Um and again, I'm going to give flowers here. I'm just going to go right to Dre Greenlaw. I'm going to go to Dre Greenlaw. Um, Mike went first, so he gets it. Low-hanging fruit, right? Low-hanging <laughs> yeah. fruit. I mean, we saw it. It was good to see him back out there. You know, I, this is this is what my biggest takeaway was with him. Um, it's not so much about what he did right, and he did plenty right, okay? But his first game back from his injury previously, I did a lot of yelling at Greenlaw. I did a lot of yelling at Greenlaw, and uh, I just I didn't have it in me this, this this game. I had nothing to complain about, and that's a positive thing. You know when you know when an offensive lineman plays all game long, you say, "Oh shit, that's right, it was a backup over there." That's a good thing for that offensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think Greenlaw had one bad play on maybe their opening drive. I think I think their opening drive it was where I was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna be a long day for Greenlaw." And then he just he just flipped the switch and went the fuck off, went the heck off. So kudos to Drake Greenlaw. Welcome back. Uh, it looks like he's he's actually there. He's actually healthy. Um, let me let me get to a couple of these contributions really quick, and then you guys can um, then you guys can go ahead and. Uh, oh, that's not a contribution. It's in the start though. You, you did you start that? that yeah, because it? I wanted to make sure I said happy birthday to him by the end of the show. But happy birthday, Cleveland! Since your birthday is before mine's on Thursday, on thir- this Thursday coming up, my birthday is on Saturday, and I'll be in Dallas. So, uh, happy early birthday to you, Cleveland Jones! My guys, my guys, happy birthday to you both, gentlemen. What's good, Perk? Niners by nature. Does does Bosa, Kinlaw, Armstead, Key be more special than the 2019 D line? 
I don't want to answer this one. I'll let y'all answer this one. Tony, what do you think? No. No. Oh, sorry. My name is not Tony. No, but I will say if you take the whole current defensive line, I would put it up against the 19. It's it's hard for me to do that because that 19 line had a sort of somewhat – that D D Ford was was crazy. D Ford, if if only we could have just had him earlier in his career where he was more healthy than he is now because he's always been hurt. But if we could have had that D Ford, that that 2019 line was something special, man. I like think it was, I, line, I think I, I think our line might be better now. I would mm-hmm. do it. I would tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because you got you had Buckner, you had Armstead on the inside, then you had Bosa. And you had D Ford on the outside, and you had depth. That's the difference. That's yeah, but that the depth was really lacking that year. That's why the Niners lost that Super Bowl because that defensive line was gassed in the fourth quarter. You take this defensive line. There's so much more depth on this defensive line. Like we just talked about it. We named. We named. We named. I named E. Mike named Armstead. You named DJ Jones. All right. So, but they was depth then. They just weren't as good as they are now. Three did not even were did not even play in that Super Bowl. Only Armstead played in that Super Bowl. DJ Jones was hurt. He was hurt. Key wasn't here. Right. Wait, none of us named Bosa. I named Bosa just saying as like the best. Like he he is it. But I'm not. I don't want to go to the top guy all the time. I'm going to give the other guys credit too. All right. Now you have Ekubam. You have Key. You have Bosa, you have um, uh, DJ Jones. You got Contavious Street. Contavious Street, Kevin Gibbons. Jordan Willis. Jordan Willis. There's a lot more depth. Their pass rusher off the bench was Anthony Zettel. Whew. Think about it. Like, I, I mean, no, it's crazy. So we actually we have the exact same amount of sacks as that 2019 team. But we had an extra game this year, so – that 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 hat tip goes to them. But once those top four were gassed, that's where the defense started to go. Mm-hmm. I want to look at tackles for loss. I I love that number. I love I love that stat. So we had ninety eight tackles for loss this season. Oh yeah, and I forgot Aminahu. Aminahu too. Charles Aminahu. Yeah, and then in two thousand nineteen, we had. Tackles for loss, 87. Oh, it's a, that's a good comparison, man. It's good. It's good. Those kind of things are, are fun to talk about, man. What do we have this year? This year? Yeah. Well, I said 90, 97. And in 19, it was 87? 90. Yeah. Tackle for loss. 87, 87 in, in 19. And then this year, we have 98. Them boys is getting after it, man. But again, you have to do the math on it. I, I'm not. You got to divide it by the games and see what. Yeah, it's also an extra game, yo. So that's that's what makes it difficult. Uh, let me look at uh, let me look at quarterback hits. Quarterback hits. Here we go. Um, so let me do let me do 90 divided by 17 real quick. Hold on. Just this is a fun comparison too. Good contribution, man. It's a good contribution here. I was just looking at it basically overall as a total unit, not just starting four. Right. Yeah, but he right. asked about the starting four. So he, he asked about those four guys against these four guys. 
Oh, is that what the question was? That's what I thought it said. It didn't ask about total units. That's why no. Tony was saying because he mentioned key. Didn't he mention key in the question? Uh, I think he did. It's in the starred thing. Um, do I have that? Oh, yeah, I have star quarterback. I don't, I don't want quarterback hits. Where are we at? We were talking tackles for loss. Tackles for loss. We're going to do 98. Yeah, he asked, 95 by nature, does Bosa, Kinlaw, Armstead, Key be more special than 19 D-line? So he's comparing Kinlaw, who's not even playing right now. I guess maybe he's trying to say next season? Next yeah, year. So it yeah, could be. Well, why wouldn't we compare it to this year's D-line? I don't know. That's all good. I like the question, though. That's a good question, definitely. Wow. I mean, we're talking the slimmest of Mark. All right, so uh, this year we averaged 5.76 tackles per loss per game, tackles for loss per game, and in 19 we averaged 5.43 tackles for loss per game. So we're, we edged them out this year. And then if you look at uh, quarterback hits, that's going to be a big one here. All right, so the 2019 team had 93, which is an average of 5.8 one per year and then the 2021 team quarterback hits has 103 divided by 17 6.05 there you have it so i know that's not what he was asking now but i was i was too committed to it so yeah all right that was cool um guys keep thinking about your your linebackers here i want to uh get these other contributions before I forget. Um, Chaguayo, he says, mad props to Aziz Al-Shair. Oh, he's helping y'all out. He played fast and violent. Aziz? Aziz didn't play in this game. Aziz? Coach Kosarek needs credit for development of these players. Thanks for the contribution. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, This one one says, uh, Rafael, he says, I need that jersey, Mike. Where you get it at? I feel like we're finally playing complimentary football <laughs> at the right time. Let's go, baby. Niners against all. That's right, baby. Um, I, I, I don't know where I got this jersey, man. I ordered a bunch of jerseys the last two years, and I said I think this is going to be the last player jersey that I purchased. Um, I think I ordered this one over the summer, which kind of pissed me off because I ordered it before the patches were announced. Mm. I should have waited. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. now I, I have to get a jersey with a patch on it. Or you could just get the patch and just sew it on there. Yeah, no, but I, I'm gonna order one. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a player some props, but I just gotta figure out who I want to get because uh I like I like them. And I there was another player I've been I've been shouting them out all year long, and I was like, I gotta I might just have to go get his jersey. I didn't want to do it, but Jimmy Ward, man, that boy was playing, playing. Now, this game wasn't his best. Let me just go ahead and say that. <laughs> this game wasn't he his was best. He was getting dragged around like a rag doll. <laughs> but we'll get to that when we – I mean, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, all right, guys. Y'all can go ahead now with your with your defensive linemen. Um, I'm going to star some more messages here. and We'll get – don't worry, guys. We're going to get to your contributions. What would you say, Tony? We're on linebackers. You did Greenlaw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Defensive line. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant to say uh, Well, I'm going to go with the all-pro, man. I mean, I thought Fred Warner played well. He was the one that got that half a sack, him and Artie Key in the backfield. Like, I I, I like 
What Fred Fred is I, <laughs> a lot of people were down on Fred. They said he was having a terrible season. He wasn't the same guy. I mean, his numbers are a little bit low, but guess what? Still leads the team in tackles. He's still out there making plays. I think his coverage is a little bit more shady. Like he's not playing too deep in his coverage to where those balls are going like right over his hand when he jumps up to try to knock those passes down. I mean, he's in line. It's just if he could be a little bit deeper, he could probably make plays on the balls and get interceptions. But Fred Warner is always going to be my all-pro. He's always going to be my guy. And I thought he had a great game. He had eight tackles and a half a sack in this game. Uh, so shout-out to Fred Warner. He had how many tackles? Eight. And he didn't lead the team in tackles? No. Dre Greenlaw did with 12 or 15. One Dre, nine. was that busy? Dre all over the field, bro. Dre was body <laughs> suplexing cats. Remember the suplex? That, yeah. I'm a... <laughs> He's I'm like, like, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, he trying to get a foot. Did Tony die? Tony, you okay? Yeah. I'm <laughs> he, <was> <laughs> he, yeah he like just killed over on. Oh, man. I don't want this to be one call of those. Tony. Lives, man. Hey, Siri, call Tony. <laughs> yeah, make sure he's okay. Oh, shoot. She's calling Tony. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> she listened to him. He's surprised. When technology works, <laughs> never mind. I can't say what I'm about to say. That's I'm cool. Here. Uh, you want you want us to? I tell you what. I'll read this other contribution that came in while he's while he's fishing for his uh his contact. Um, this one is from JPZ901. Yeah, read that right. Finally, finally, somebody. I've been saying this all freaking like season, like the rotation of this team's defense. The, the, that 2007 defense is what won the Super Bowl, right? Mm. Like, it wasn't Eli Manning throwing the ball on somebody's head. It wasn't, it, it was the fact that the defense stayed fresh and in Tom Brady's face, right? And so it wasn't even the pressure from the outside that was getting the Tom, that was pressure. It was the pressure right up the freaking middle. And so I've been saying this for the longest that the 49ers have finally got something that they didn't have. And Tony just reminded everybody in 2019, they didn't have the depth. Well, guess what? Not only do we have depth, the depth is good. It's like when one person comes out, it doesn't lose the value of the next player that comes in. And so like, it's like, they're all saying, Oh, you coming out. I could get some now. Well, I'm about to show you up. Oh, let me back in. You try to show me. Up. I'm coming out here to show you up. And that's what they do. I said earlier that this defense right here, is a better bend don't break defense than Robert Salas because I watched this team give up multiple third and longs and only three points or maybe force a three and out. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. So yeah, JPZ, thanks for the contribution. I think it's something so, similar to that. I don't know how the other brothers feel, but that's what I think. So what? So what Wayne is responding to is the contribution that says, "Do you think we have something similar?" And the 2000 to the 2007 Giants NASCAR lineup, Bosa, Key, Buckner, and yes. Armstrong. Huh? Yeah. You asked me if I. But you asked me if I think we have that. We Buckner's not here. I think he meant to say. Uh, he, who, yes, but I do think our defensive line is like. He, he didn't mean to say Buckner because Buckner's gone, but. I, I, he's talking about this current defensive line. That's how I took it. I foreshadowed over Buckner. And they I'm do have a NASCAR. Pa- oh, uh, uh, Ebukam. Ebukam is the other one in the NASCAR package. That's who it is. Or they, they call it the turbo package, I think they call it. Turbo right? package, right? Yeah. They call it the turbo package. Go ahead, Tony. Sorry. 
No, yeah, I think we do have that. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Giants called it the NASCAR lineup. We're right. calling ours the Turbo Package. Right. But Buckner is not yeah. in it. Did you yeah. do Nigel's contribution or no? Yeah, he said he meant to say Ebucom or, D, uh, or DJ yeah. Jones. We got no, you. Nigel. Nigel said something about me getting a Garoppolo jersey. No, not yet. I, I didn't get there yet. All right, so what, what happened to Tony's face? Where you go? Oh, you moved it. There you go. There I you got go. you. Um, all right, so let's get your uh, – let's get your – People, we're supposed to be giving praise, and they're going to ask Tony if he's going to get a Jimmy Garoppolo. All right, Tony, who's who's your linebacker? Oh, flex on him, Tony. Hold up. Let me read the contribution now. Let's go. Huh? Huh? Just when y'all thought my boy was going to just spaz on y'all. Nigel says, we make it to the Super Bowl. Will Tony get a JG10 jersey? And Tony pops up with what in his hands? An autographed, framed Jimmy Garoppolo jersey, baby. Let's go, man. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Talk your shit, Tony. Huh? That junk is worth that junk is worth just as much as that contribution. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we supposed to be being positive. Somebody boot Wayne from the from the show, please. I can't believe he just that is positive. I'm just letting Tony know how much it's worth right now. That That's looks why. good though. That's uh, why it's under the couch. <laughs> That's why he That's over. what he was doing down there. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what my man was. Oh my god, he don't even got that shit hanging on the wall, bro. Yo, I thought, yo, Mike, Tony fell over and disappeared. So you know, I thought he wasn't feeling good, bro. So I was, that's why I was like, call Tony. You know what I mean? And he was like, I'm coming, guys. I'm coming. I'm, I'll be there. And I'm like, yo, you sure you're straight? And he's like, nah, like I'm good. This dude was digging under the couch. Yo, is there dust on that joint, bro? He dusted it off. I heard him smacking it. That's what he was doing, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, yo, my man lost the contact. I, I got was a like, couple hey, more under there. Oh, I got a couple good God. ones under Where there. Where did you get that? He lost the contact, bro. Like, what the hell? hell? People back in the day, they used to just, oh, my contact. Fell out, bro. I don't know. I was worried about my man. I know what happened. I didn't you even told... know Tony wore contacts, bro. I don't think you I don't. ever seen him. Okay. <laughs> you right. told Siri to call him. We were sending APP and the dog man. <laughs> and my man was digging out the Jimmy Garoppolo trash jersey and then Breezy gonna just dump on him. Oh and wait a minute. Just... You said you you said that I was I was getting on Jimmy and this is a positive show. You just called the, the jersey trash, bro. No, based off of you saying it's worth as much as that. Oh, don't blame that joint on me. I said you it was said worth... that. I said it was $2. That's what I said. That that shadow box he got it in is worth more than the Jimmy Garoppolo oh, jersey sign. We're giving praise. We're giving flex. Now we're talking. Okay. Now okay. we're talking. Okay. Now we're talking. Hey, man, with that Patrick Willis jersey, you could go buy about 45 of them Jimmy Garoppolo jerseys, though. Yo, I'm not going to lie. The Patrick Willis jersey, when they played the Giants, was it the Giants or the Jets? I think it was the Giants. I got of my my cousin's a state trooper, so he got me on the field, and I was wearing this jersey, and Willis signed it on my back. He wow. you turned around. The, you gave the booty up to Patrick Willis. I gave the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no correction, Mickey Ficky. I gave the jersey. Mm -hmm. Oh man! All right, Tony, man, you got to give us your linebacker for the game, bro. Demetrius Flanagan falls. Oh, hey, number four. Oh, five. okay. Demetrius Jackson, New York Knicks in it. Oh, bars. 
The um, Demetrius Flanagan Foles, I I, uh, I was really high on him when they signed him as a safety out of Arizona two years ago, um, and they transitioned him into a linebacker, and it, it worked pretty damn well. Uh, Johnny Holland, D'Amico Ryan's worked real well with him. He's a special teams ace, and now he's getting some reps due to injury, and just watching them into the third quarter, re-watching the whole game, and he was flying all over the field when he was on the field as a third linebacker. So, yeah, you know. He's given an opportunity. He makes the best of it. That's what you want to see. That's a great call. That's a great call. And he's been playing well these last couple of games for us, too. He, he's been <laughs> admirably. Again, you know, you go back to how often are you yelling at somebody, right? How often are you How often are you flipping out on people? And I, I don't remember saying, oh, my God, what is he doing? He's 51, right? Flanagan Foles is 45. 45. 45. Who's 51? Aziz. Oh, okay. 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 Jr. Kenorn Jr. All right. Um, let me see. That was linebackers, guys. Do y'all want to do DBs all together? Y'all want to separate corners and uh just all together, man. We only got like three safeties. Yeah, that's true. Because we was not nah, uh okay. All right. Uh Tony, you go first, Wayne, you go, then I'll go last. Because y'all know where I'm going. I know, know where I'm going, going too, but it's I'm not good. taking Wayne's guy, so I'm gonna stand back with that one. Aha, Mike. <laughs> and I'm not gonna take Mike's guy. Let's go, baby. You better not say Dante Johnson, Mike. I'm gonna slap you. No, you're Mike's gonna go, go Mosley, and you're gonna go Avery Thomas. Okay. And I'm gonna go with a guy. Um, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Ward. Even though he had a bad game, he still held that secondary intact. Um, he, he didn't see him lose his mind and start pointing fingers and shit where he could have, especially when Tart went out with the injury, then Hufanga played safety, then he went back out with aggravating his knee, and then, you know, K1 Williams wasn't playing, so Dante Johnson went to safety, they brought Denard in off the bench, and Jimmy Ward went down and played some nickel reps, he, he played all over the secondary, but may, most importantly, he kept that secondary in check with, the, with, with Thomas, the rookie on the outside, and Mosley coming first game back from a high ankle sprain, so I, I'm going with Jimmy Ward. I like that man. I like it. Um, respect it though, even though he bit hard as hell on that play action fake yeah. in the end zone, bro. I mean, that dude was like, Oh, you're running it. And I'm like, dude, man, if he was running it, it looked like you was gonna make the tackle, dog. You might as well just, <laughs> just have play back. But nah, man, I like that pick, man. Guys, I gotta go with the rookie though, man. Look, y'all y'all crap on this kid. All off season, y'all made me feel like I was about to be Homer Simpson and hide in a bush and come back out. But no, nah, I stayed faithful on this kid. I told you he just needed reps. The same way our quarterback needs reps, he needs reps. I remember him in in, in uh in training camp. You know, I remember them saying specifically that they paid more attention to Diamandre Lenore because that they knew that he was going to get it. They knew that at some point it was going to click for Ambry Thomas. And I know for a fact I came out and, and said that Ambry was going to get a pick in this game, and he definitely did. And it, it was just the thing that sealed the deal. It sealed the deal for the 49ers to get into the playoffs. It sealed the deal because it gave him nothing but confidence going into the playoffs. You would talk about how that interception is going to give him confidence. And he's been dealing with the best wide receivers in the past couple of weeks. 
right? The pat for the, since the Cincinnati game, where he had to deal with Chase and Higgins. Then he had to deal with the guys from Houston Cooks. Then he had to deal with, um, excuse me, Tennessee game. Uh, AJ Brown, who he had on lock. He had AJ Brown on lock so bad they put AJ Brown on the other guy. I ain't gonna say his name, and he got cooked. On top of that, he dealt with Cooks. Then after that, he had to deal with this team and Cooper Cup and those guys. Listen, man, Ambry Thomas, keep doing what you're doing. He gets my game ball, man. Just like just before, real quick before we go, I just want to touch on someone, Ambry Thomas. He's a guy that everyone had to be patient with. All right, he missed all of 2020. Okay, he's opted out due to COVID. He was sick in the hospital. He had a gastrointestinal issue where he lost a significant amount of weight. So you couple that with missing a whole football season. You knew this kid was not ready to come in and contribute day one. That's why Lenore was ahead of him. Um, so y- you take those two pieces together. He finally got up to speed. And his number one thing is he's a confident kid. And that's what you want in corners. His press conference once he met with the Bay reporters was, once I get the playbook, it's a wrap. Well, he got the playbook and it's starting to become a wrap because every game he's played in, he's improved significantly each game. And myself, and we said this on the overreaction show, myself, Wayne, Nick, Mike, we all agree to it. I made it a point to say this, that he was going to get an interception this game. I did not say it was going to be the last one to seal the game, but (laughs) he was going to get a pick this game because every game that he played in leading up to this game, he was right there. And this was going to be it. And he got it. And it turned out to be probably the biggest play of his career. So yeah. kudos to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. I need, at- I, I need people to go back and watch the, the, the Tennessee game, bro. I want y'all to go back and watch because when Ambry was on A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown was insignificant. They moved him off of, of, of him, and then A.J. Brown started cooking. Correct, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Going, I love to be on. corrected. They put him on. They put A.J. on Norman. And then AJ Brown went from uh AJ <laughs> he went, he had a Jimmy Garoppolo game. He had a bad first half and a you know an amazing second half. And Jimmy's the exact opposite. So we go back and rewatch that Tennessee game. A lot of zone they started and, there it is. And he just started picking them apart. You can't that was that was shit was terrible, man. Was there terrible. it is. And and they only won what what two, three? Like, like it was crazy. But nah, man, go ahead, Mike. Who's your guy? All right, so uh, Breezy said he was going to slap me, but I'm going to do it anyway. I don't care, man. Jersey got to stand up, bro. I'm going to go with my man Dante Johnson. Yeah, dead-ass serious, too. Uh, second second on the team in, in tackles total this game with nine. And the reason I'm doing this is because I'm highlighting how good of a team game we played. We talked about my guy. I gave um, of all the running backs, right, of all the halfbacks, tailbacks, whatever you call them, I gave Kyle Juszczyk my praise for this game because of him filling in as the, as a holder. Okay. He didn't have any catches, didn't have any rushes, but he filled in admirably and he blocked his ass off when they called his number, right? Playing team ball. Dante Johnson has to get some respect. Nine tackles, one assist. He played nickel. He played corner and he played safety when Tart went down. Didn't miss a, didn't miss a beat. Nobody sat there and yelled at him. Nobody said that was a terrible play by Dante. None of that. None of that. No one's talking about him. Also, talk about when they bench Josh Norman, right? Josh Norman gets a pass interference. Here comes Dante Johnson. Boom, repeat, pass interference again. I was like, damn, he about to make us look bad. That was the last time you said anything negative about him in that game. Last time you said anything negative about him in that same game Wayne was just talking about. 
Dante Johnson played a hell of a game for the 49ers. He stepped in, filled in admirably at nickel. He started the game at nickel, played outside corner on two snaps, and also filled in at uh, safety when Tart went down. Nobody mentioned anything. Y'all got to give that man some praise, bro. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, y'all don't. That's what I'm here for. Jersey, stand up. What's up? All right. Now, we can do coaches. What'd you say, Tony? I was going to say, I was talking when I was muted. I, I was going to say that he struggled a little bit in the slot versus cup. He absolutely did. I don't know what Mike was talking about. That boy was getting torched. That yo, cup was cup was okay. I, okay. It's Cooper Cup. Are we gonna pretend like Cooper Cup nobody? No, nah, that's, 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 that's not that's not we're gonna pretend. To say because when I found out K1 wasn't going in, I said they should put Dante because of his size, his arm length. I thought it would be somewhat of a better matchup Cooper than trying routes, bro. a smaller corner out there. And I said the exact opposite. I said he's too lanky to do the quick twitch and turning. I said he should stay outside, and we should have put Mosley on the inside. Remember, we had we had this conversation. Yeah, but the thing is, if you're in a slot and you you get your hands on somebody, you don't have to be slinky. You square up and get your hands on him. He's not getting off the line of scrimmage. That's why I said the bigger the better. So that didn't work out, obviously. So with that being said. They brought Denard in when Tart went down, and I thought Denard yeah. played. I thought he played decent, bro. Like I, he he didn't do anything alarming yeah. to detrimental to hurt the team. But I listen. No one said Mosley. I'm giving 100 shout out to Mosley. I think oh, his man. first game back from a high ankle sprain. I think it was probably one of his best games as a Niner this year. As a Niner, it definitely yeah, was. Yeah. And good he, nice interception he, too. You know, high ankle sprain. He came right back into the game. They they threw a flag on him for the the cheap shit with Beckham. But that was bull crap. Listen, if if they would have let them play, I don't think that would have determined or changed the outcome of the play. It was a little grab. Is he wrapped, grabbed a little bit? That's it. I mean, it, it wasn't like he dragged them down, like a Josh Norman type interference, if you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, they called that one on him, but then he made the great pick, and like you know, he was flying around the field. He was making tackles, coming up, and great job of run support. So, I, I got to give him. You got to give him some type of credit and shout out. Yeah, that was, that was good for him. I'm still sticking with my man Johnson, though. Uh, four catches. What was it, like 80 yards? That's cool. That's cool. We won. He did enough. He did enough. I'm, I'm, Hey, y'all can say what y'all want. My man just lost his mom two weeks ago. I didn't know if he was ever going to see him back on the field for the 49ers. I don't care. I don't care. And the last group of people I'm ever going to ask for opinions on corners are the faithful. I, I'm just leave it out there. I'm gonna leave it there like that. I ain't talking about you. Sure. I'm not talking about you two. I'm just talking about the faithful. I'm never asking them what their thoughts are on corners. We can have a corner give up one pass and they'd be like, "Oh, he got roasted all game." I'm mm -hmm. I'm never talking to faithful about corners. No, I think one guy who got roasted all game and that was jo not Josh Allen, Brian Allen, Brian. Yeah, Allen. Yeah. You want to talk about getting roasted? That, that was consecutive play after play after play in a row. <laughs> well, he, he looked like a deer in headlights. Like he was just lost out there. He got he, thrown he, in the he, fire he, and he couldn't do anything. He, he turned around and looked. He's like, what, what yard line am I on? Like, where am I? Right. Right. He was dazed and confused. So um, we can do a uh, coaching staff really quick, guys. Um, we got some praise to give out here. Uh, I actually am going to uh, pivot, though. I don't have one for the coaching staff. Uh, coaching staff is about, you know, getting the players in the position to win and all that stuff. So I'm going to go first here. My my uh, nod when, in this coaching staff segment is going to go to uh, 
a bunch of people. It's going to go to a bunch of people, but one group. It's the faithful, the same people I just insulted. I want y'all to hear this really quick, okay? I want y'all to take a listen to this. That kind of caught you guys off guard, or if it, if it did catch you off guard. Yeah, I think. Oh, no, wait, let me rewind it. Hayden, really, the whole second half. I'm curious how much that kind of caught you guys off guard, or if it, if it did catch you off guard. Yeah, I think. Um, Shut up, Sean. Yeah. It, so, it, just in case you guys can't tell what's happening here, this is Sean McVay being asked about the sound and how loud the faithful were at this stadium and if it affected them and their game plan, their play, and if it caught them off guard. So, to me, this is. It's not quite as valuable <clears throat> as coaches, right? Because coaches literally call the plays. You got to go out there and execute, right? We know, we've heard the, the players say, when our fans show up, it gives us juice. It gets us hype, especially in enemy territory. Like, we really, really like that. But we always wonder, how much does it affect the home team in those situations, right? Listen to what Sean McVay says when asked about that. So my, my mine is going to go to the fans, but listen to him. Hayden, really the whole second half. I'm curious how much that kind of caught you guys off guard or if it, if it did catch you off guard. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it, it did catch us off guard. I think just because of the way that it's been this year. I mean, you've been at all those games, Lindsay. I mean, it's been a great, great atmospheres, great environments. Yesterday was the same thing, but there was a lot of red there. And, uh, and that was, um, you know, that was definitely, it, it was a surprise. I think it's a fair way to, uh, to put it. The faithful's had the Rams fucked up. They had to use a silent count in their home stadium. Do you know how embarrassing that is? You have any idea how embarrassing that is? I'm giving the faithful my praise, man. They showed up and they showed out. Wayne, you were out there, so thank you, bro. Thank you for doing your part. I appreciate sure, y'all, man. man. Y'all really, really <laughs> held it down. The most important game of the season. You heard our players accuse them of pumping sound in. I mean, like, Come on, man. This is the most important game of the season for the 49ers during the most critical and crucial times, and they had to go to a freaking silent count, man. Yeah, They, they most definitely were pumping sound because when I look around the stadium, I mean, I, all I saw was red. Like, I do – yeah, there were blue jerseys in there <laughs> and probably other guys, people that were fans not wearing blue. And there was blue seats too. <clears throat> when you look around the stadium, but there was red filling in the blue seats, so the red stood out. Like, mm -hmm. when you look – if you look at some of the videos that I post, like there was nothing but red. You can spot blue, but it was all red with spots of blue. That was crazy. And so I remember when they would do like, like get louder, let's get louder. And I'm like, how is it this loud in here when it's not that many of them? Like it didn't make sense. So that's when I realized, yo, they're pumping it out. Like remember when there were no fans? They were playing that track with the fans that were there to make it, you know, to fabricate the the levels mm -hmm. and the decibels of the of, of the fans. And so, with all that being said, I, I love your your take, man. You gave it to the fans. The fans definitely brought it, and I guarantee you, they're going to be in Dallas and invade Dallas and take it over as well. Uh, but I got to give my defensive adjustments to D'Amico Ryan's man. Uh, he's been adjusting all year, and he's not getting any credit for it. I mean, yo, they gave up twenty four points, but they only gave up seven points in the second half all right 17 points in the first half and seven in the second half how do you not give that the adjustment i mean and I, it's fair to say you can give it to kyle shanahan because he scored the the the, the um the remaining points um, in the second half because he went back to running the ball but for me to watch yeah. for me to watch a rookie defensive coordinator make these type of adjustments 
in the biggest game of his career, that's huge. And not only like they they and then they won the game. And so that lets me know that Ryan's will be a head coach in two or three years for some team. You know, as long as the 49ers keep this trajectory, because this guy clearly take is taking players and putting in pieces depth that he doesn't even know. We're getting guys off a practice squad that doesn't even get that, that comes in off of one week and you put the nard in the game because you lose your starting safety and then you got to put your utility guy Dante Johnson back. So you got to move the nard back in there at nickel. It was it was crazy to watch. And he did it <clears throat> executed. And that's exactly what I thought was cool, man. Like D'Amico Ryans is probably going to get my coach of the year award uh, from the 49ers. Yes, sir. I like it. All right, Tony. I know who you're going with. This is your time, baby. I'm going with the whole staff. Oh, I thought he was going to say Kyle. I'm going with the whole staff from top to bottom. <clears throat> I think this team was very well prepared. I think they were ready to roll. I think Kyle in the first half was was picking and choosing his battles. And in the second half, in the second half, he turned it on. Um look at how prepared and well how well the wide receivers are playing. You got to give credit to Wes Welker. These guys are prepared, they're blocking, they're hustling, they're running their routes proper. You know, uh the offensive line we already spoke about. That's Chris Forrester. Bobby Johnson, the running backs, they're always ready to go, no matter what. Um, defense, I say it again, I think adding James Betcher to this staff to work with D'Amico Ryans was probably one of the best things Kyle has done. Um, you have an aggressive uh, an aggressive play caller with an up-and-coming young talent, former player, and let them two work it together. It's a match made in heaven. We have probably the be the best defensive line coach in the league in Corseric. Um, the secondary, look how well they're playing. Mm-hmm. People like flies every week. They're plugging and playing, plugging and playing. Um, I forgot the who's the who's the second secondary coach. I forgot his name. Oh man, the guy from the Corey Unlin, uh, from Detroit. Look what he look how they developed Ambry Thomas. They didn't throw him out there. And say, go figure it out. No, they worked with him. They built him up. They built his confidence, built his strength, got his legs under him, got him back in somewhat of a football shape. Then he started contributing on special teams. Then the next thing he started coming in, getting reps. Next thing you know, he's starting. So overall, you have to look at one thing. And sometimes it's been over the years, pre-Kyle, it's been an, an, an uh, issue with this team with, player development with draft picks and young people. But I clearly think they changed that and they're 100% on top of that game now and developing young talent. Look across the board. Everyone that had a key play or contributed in a big role in this game, all young talent. So kudos to the whole coaching staff. Kudos to the front office for assembling this roster. And, um, you know, let's talk about health. We're, we're there. We are there. Aziz should be coming back. Williams should be coming. Both Williams should be coming back. Mm-hmm. We're there. All right. We are the healthiest we've been all season going into the most important time of this year. This is what you want. And this is what teams like, you know, beg for that are in this position that have injuries. Look at Tampa Bay. No Antonio Brown. He lost his shit. They lost Godwin or Goodwin, whatever his name is. They're down two big receivers. 
So right now, Tom Brady's not as dangerous as he would have been if he had his, all his weapons. So, you know, it's not a knock against Brady, but, I mean, he lost two significant pieces to that offense. Three, if you add Fournette. So the Niners are probably, in my opinion, the most dangerous team. They've been tested. They're resilient. Um, they run the ball. They play defense. They can control the clock. They are the most dangerous team in this NFL, but they're mm-hmm. only going to go as far as Jimmy takes them. Dun, dun, dun. I say Jimmy allows him. All right, man. I think that's going to do it for us, man. I do have one more person I want to give some props to, though. Um, you know, I, I like everything that you guys said here, and this was a category all on its own. It's a special teamer, man. I'm finally going to give Robbie Gold some props. Uh, we again talk about a complete team game. Talk about having to adjust. Uh, you you heard Breezy's breakdown of D'Amico Ryan's and how he had to just switch up his whole secondary, move the nickel guy that was a backup to the safety role, and bring in the guy that just came off a of practice squad and plug him in at nickel. I talked about how you know Dante Johnson did those things also when I gave him his flowers, uh, and I said the same thing about Juice when he had to come in and hold for you know the absence of our puncher. Robbie Gold went in there and did some kickoffs. He did some punting, and he made all his field goals. Bro, hey. that, that punt was better than one of the Mitch, some of the Mitch Wisnowski jokes, hey. bro. Come on now. like that's, And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, listen, y'all know, if y'all have been watching this show, there's nobody harder on Robbie Gold than this guy right here. And I got to give Robbie Gold his props, man. He went in there. He didn't flinch. Old man Robbie was booting and tooting out that mug, man. I mean, he was out there doing it. And my man Mitch got hurt. He sacrificed himself for the team. Did y'all see him go out there and get himself laid out? Mitch? Yeah. Yeah, he got, oh, he got the, the concussion because, because um, the punt return team, the, the, you know, yeah, they, they couldn't stop whatever. My man was out there in fetal position on the field, bro. Yeah, and he, Mitch, he got and a Mitch knows how to hit too. That's the thing that was crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helmet to help. Like he just got taken out, like just doom, sleep. <laughs> he he did a Tony on us, you know, like he, he just fell over to the side. And I was like, oh shit, he lost his contact too. Um, so you know, uh, I wanted to give uh some some props to Robbie Gold. I don't often do that, I don't get to do it too often because. You're a kicker. Go out there and make the kicks you're supposed to make. But Robbie went above and beyond his um, his responsibilities in that game, and he filled in very, very well. You know. Um, and the, here's the other thing: I hope that this does. I hope this shows the Niner we don't need two different kickers, man. Get one guy that can do it all, please. Bring that back. It it used to be a thing in the '90s. I promise you guys that you can find a guy that can pin, punt, kick off, and kick field goals and extra points. I promise you can. Please, please, please do it. You can save two roster spots if you do that. Go back to having your backup quarterback as the holder. And then get one. Just make Kyle Hughes check the holder because he's a better holder than Mitch Wisnowski. Oh, now he is holding better than Mitch, too. Damn. You ain't going to just be jumping on my punter, bro. Like, come on. Listen, 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 listen. Uh, my boy Moe's man, he pointed out. Go back and look at Robbie Gold's kicks in this game, and look at how crisp and down the line them junks look. He ain't had no curve in them balls. That's because, all right, never mind. That's that's because that's no, that's because the Rams don't. They're not really that team. They're not. They're not that team to go out there and block. And block <laughs> Bro, like the whole the cadence, everything was perfect from the from the from the Ivy League grad. Know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. 
Okay. You got a utility guy you paying some money to, man. Hey, I gave him props. I'm with you, man. Hey, go talk talk my shit for me. That's what I'm talking about. Let, let's go, yeah. man. Let's, let's go. Let you know, go out there and hold some balls. I'm All right, guys. Time. Thank y'all for checking us out tonight, man. We appreciate everybody that tuned in for the Nothing But Niners show tonight. Give him praise, man. That's what this entire episode was about. We'll be back on Thursday uh, with the with the, looking forward to Dallas. I mean, we're just going to talk about how many – you remember that scene in Forrest Gump? Where they were talking about all the different ways that you can make shrimp. Of course, ball shrimp, baked shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp scampi, shrimp fish, shrimp fried yeah. shrimp. Yeah. Right. Okay. We basically gonna sit here and do that with how many different ways we can beat Dallas. It's just gonna it's just gonna be us flaming the Cowboys when we come on here because okay, I, I don't like your eyes. Wait, you worry about the Cowboys? It's, I'm not worried about the Cowboys. It's not what I was saying. I just okay. I said okay, we can do that. But nah, I saw the pause in your eyes. Like you look like I don't know if it's that many different ways to beat them. Because the 49ers, in my opinion, the only reason why they lose games is because they do dumb shit and beat themselves. 49ers usually find ways to lose. Only this past couple of weeks they've been finding ways to win, and I love it. It's just mm -hmm. that the only way they lose this game to Dallas is if they find a way to lose. Other than that, there are probably 57 ways to beat Dallas. Like okay. you get what I'm saying? So there's you plenty of ways beat, to do it. You can beat they, Dallas. They can beat Dallas, but they gotta you get what I'm saying, Tony? Like, yeah, say it. I'm gonna say play a perfect game. No, they just gotta yeah. not do dumb shit. Like yeah. that. Jimmy, if Jimmy throws two interceptions in this game, if we go down 17 and 0 in this game, it might be over. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I know. I'm, I'm just saying the, I wouldn't want to go Cowboys team. And I, I will. I wouldn't want to go 17. I wouldn't want to go 17 down 17 against this team and their potent type of offense that can probably put up points better than what the Rams did. You got to realize that's something. That's the misleading part right there. The Cowboys you got to realize about this matchup right now. You can right. say that it's not that potent, but when you're the number one offense in the league, I mean, it means something, right? Because if we were the number one defense in the league, it would mean Something, right? Oh, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. No, every, All right. There's, there's context to everything. What were you saying, Tony? Hold on. I'll, I'll come back to you, Wayne. Of course there's context, but they still are the number one offense, just like we're the number three defense. Like, I like I get the context, but go ahead, Tony. The thing is, you have to look at – let's look at back the year we went to the Super Bowl, right? Bob Pettin was the defensive coordinator for the, the Packers, right? They had a good defense. Kyle shred them two games, twice. Two games they shredded them, Right? And what I'm trying to say is Patton worked with Kyle in Cleveland and I remember Kyle worked with um, Dan Quinn in Atlanta. You go. I, I talked about this earlier. Yeah. That's who the defensive coordinator is there for the Cowboys. So there's some. And didn't Dan Quinn beat Kyle Shanahan in 2019? Did he? Yeah. Remember the Falcons Probably beat the, the 49ers? There was. Uh... Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, that I was, mean, I thought our play calling was vanilla. But okay. Okay. See context. There, there you go. No, no, you there. did it. You did I, it. I, I know, you I'm did. not saying. It. Okay. Right. No, I no, you did it. There. You did good. You did. I was, I was gonna say. I let it. Go. I didn't say nothing. I did a good job biting my tongue just then. <laughs> you, but, you, is that shit bleeding? <laughs> yes. I almost bit that shit off. But you, you did it for me. You did it. You, you said the play call was very vanilla. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say nothing. I didn't want to cut nobody off. But yes, that's only what. You could run the ball against Dallas. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You could pass the ball against you, Dallas. You, but, but, but here's the thing. The question is, will we do that? I do think so. 
Will we run so, the ball? So, Was that your question? Yeah, well, so so yeah, because look look at what we did. All right. If if we start if we start this game off like we Hold play on. with the Rams. Let me go down here so I can look up at this dude. If go we ahead, start, if we start, y'all, all right. So both of y'all, Mickey, not not sorry, Tony. Only this Mickey Ficky down here is acting like he didn't watch the game like everybody else because we weren't running the ball in the first half, and that's the main reason why we couldn't get nothing going. We did, Mike. We had negative four yards, Mike. We was running the ball, Mike. We let me look down. There's a, we difference, running the ball, Mike? There's a, there's a difference between. I don't care about difference. Or there's not. a difference between running the ball <laughs> and running the ball successfully. Yo, we I forgot this reminds me of Hollywood Squares. We, we weren't doing any of that, Mike. Over here. We running the ball. I'm over here. Look at me we over here. running the ball successfully, Mike. You get what I'm saying? We weren't doing that, bro. All I'm saying is they got back to that, and luckily they weren't down enough. I'm not sure if part of the game plan was we were down by 17 and Kyle wanted to throw the ball to try to, you know, get into the lead. But Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't it. And it wasn't until the third quarter where he said, you know what? Since we got, we scored, we're only down by two touchdowns. Let's get back to the run game and bang him over the head. So I don't know if that's part of Kyle's plan or whatever. I don't want to go down by any points in any game ever for the rest of my life when I'm career of covering the 49ers. That's how I feel. Not so you can look at me like you crazy if you want. That that's don't mean that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. See, you did it again. You did it again. You, you finished it for me. That's right. That's we'll right, tell man. you this, though. On defense for Dallas, there's two players they have to keep their eye on. Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. No. Micah Parsons and Curse. Okay. Curse is a guy that comes off the edge as a safety, as a late blitzer, a, a delayed blitzer. So you got to – if they can't get that in the wraps – because I, I listen, Diggs is a phenomenal corner, but Diggs likes to run deep. Like he loves to just play that one on one and go. Kyle's not going to do that. <coughs> Kyle doesn't do that shit. So we know Jimmy can't throw that deep ball. So what does Kyle do? Kyle does this, like these types of routes. Like yeah, but Diggs he, is also the thing that's good, that worries me about Diggs, Tony, is if Diggs knows that that's not going to happen, then he's going to cheat. He's gonna cheat and he's gonna go for the for the interceptions across the middle. He's gonna play over, play off his guy. Dallas is very weak in the middle of the defense with their linebackers. I hear you, and that makes me feel like that's a reason why them them safeties and digs. We've seen it before. Remember the interception on um um was it Houston? Who caught the interception? And it's because he kind of like just cheated. The ball was underthrown. It was a Trey Lance interception. And yeah. the ball was underthrown a little bit to George Kittle. And the defender was just like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and get this ball because I already know it's going to be here or whatever, whatever, or whatnot. Like, they do that. Diggs is a gambler. He likes to intercept the ball. I can see him trying to go out there and just cheat a little bit to take advantage of an underthrown Absolutely. ball. Absolutely. But guess who will take advantage of that? Who? Kyle. If okay. he sees him cheating and not playing honest – he, I'm telling you, he'll scheme something yes. to get to get a guy open over it's, on Diggs side, really, over on the top of Diggs. I got you, bro. This is a very disciplined offense, right? So it's not yes. like you know a post in the middle of the field, a go on the outside, big on the outside. Correct. It's it's very like there's a lot of motion, moving parts. Like we say it time in and time out. Now I want to see how he adjusts to an offense of this caliber. You know, I'm not saying the Niners only run only team that runs this type of offense. No, but <clears throat> when it's in rhythm, it's a tough offense to you. You, you gotta you gotta watch film. You gotta watch tendencies. 
So it's not just me covering you one-on-one. I got to know what this guy's doing as well as this guy, because this guy could be setting me up for this guy to come underneath me. So it's, it's kind of, he's going to have to play a well-disciplined game. And he's another one like Jalen Ramsey. He shows tendencies. If you get in him, Mm -hmm. he starts getting crazy, like flipping out and shit. I seen him flip out in one game, but I mean, listen, he's very talented. He's got 11 interceptions, but I do see areas in his defense where Kyle could attack. And the main part of it is the linebackers, the the lack of speed at the linebacker level. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys got a lot of people fooled with that points per game nonsense, and uh, it's cool they went out and they did it. But I'm not ta- I'm not talking about points per game. I'm just talking about I'm, I'm talking about points per game. I know, but when I said they were the number one offense, it had nothing to do with points. It's just that they put up a lot of yards, basically. That does and and yeah. And they have they get wins, but I mean, they, there's context. They played a lot of trash teams. Listen to this. That's Eagles. the context. No, that's the context. Right, Eagles. No, I got you. They put that's up 41 cool. points. Panthers. They put up 36 points. Giants. They put up 44 points. Patriots. Early Patriots, by the way, 35 points. Uh, let me find another one here. Falcons, 43 points. Raiders, 33 points, and they still lost. Mike, um, they, not, they didn't play the 49ers yet, Mike. They didn't Washington, play a top 56 points. Yeah. Eagles, 51 points. They ain't played a top-ranked defense yet. Our defense is – and then the, the top defense that they did play, remember when the Chiefs started cooking? Yeah. Nine yeah. points. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The Vikings, middle-of-the-pack defense, mm-hmm. 20 points. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not – nah. The I'm not Chargers, worried. The Chargers, middle-of-the-pack defense, mm-hmm. 20 points. They haven't played no real teams, bro. They haven't played no real defenses. The Cardinals defense, 22 points. Man, mm-hmm. please. We about to smoke these fools, man. They, and, and, then, and then Cowboys fans were coming at me earlier. Look, look, look. This is my boy right here, too. We went to high school together. Where'd this comment go? Look at this. Hey, Mike, this is Skyler. There's no way you're beating the Cowboys. There'll be no victory shots. Listen, man, Skyler, I love you, bro. I love you, man. No, you right? Listen, you listen, know. listen. Don't let that 51 and 56 fool you. That's what they y'all, think. Y'all played an Eagles team who had no starters while y'all ran y'all starters out there. If you didn't put up 56 against them, something's wrong with y'all. And don't tell me about the 51 points y'all put up against Washington when they had 18 players out on COVID. I'm not trying to hear none of that. That's not who y'all running into this week. It's going to be a long day for y'all Cowboys out there. I'm just I'm just telling y'all that. I think more importantly, bro, like they they played Arizona. They caught them in a bad, bad time or whatever or whatnot. But they like clearly the Niners got the best defense in the West. I mean, the rankings say it. I mean, yeah. am I right or am I wrong? And the Rams I mean, like, was right there. And the Rams was right there. <laughs> yeah. And and so it's it's only how how dope is it that you were ranked four before you played the Rams? You and give up twenty four, and you 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 get you get where I'm going with this, bro. Ski, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you give up twenty four points, but you only yielded two hundred and some sixty yards. Almost doubled a yard against a top ten team. Cowboys, it's going to be a long day. That's all. I ain't going to give away all the cookies right now because we have a whole other show for that. I do have a lot of contributions. I got a lot of contributions I have to read, so don't worry. Can I just just be out because I got to get to bed. I'm back at work. I got to do all this stuff, but I love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. Nothing but Niners in the building. Always, forever, baby. Listen, stay up, stay faithful, y'all. I got to jump off here and get your contributions. Thank y'all so much for having me on. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace. Peace.
All right. So let me read these contributions here, and then we're going to get out of here, too. Thank you all for them. I don't want y'all to ever think that we didn't see them. We forgot about them. We can't go back to them. I got a new system here. It's working out great. Teradome. You know who Mike is? The seeing eye dog for the blind squirrel. Now, see, does that mean I help people find a nut? What's this mean? What does this mean? I don't know. I'm the seeing eye dog for the blind squirrel. See, where I'm from, the dogs chase and catch and eat and kill the squirrel. So I don't know, man. That, that's I feel like this is an insult, T. What I, what I do, man? What I do to you, bro? Sean jumps in here, too. He says, let's go. Tony, do you think we can run on them? Oh, they were just talking about this. See, I didn't I, My bad, man. Uh, who would we play and stop with better wide receivers? Okay. I like this question. Actually, I have an answer for you. If we get past them, who is harder, Green Bay or Tampa Bay? Be blessed as always. Tony, you know, I know my jokes are bad. LOL. So, can we run on the Cowboys? I mean, we were just talking about this. You were yeah, talking about Yes, we could. Mm -hmm. We could run on them. And what team did we play with better wide receivers than the Cowboys that we stopped? That we stopped this year. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Cincinnati? Yes. Thank you. I was <laughs> Cincinnati probably has the best wide receiving core all around in the NFL. Mm -hmm. They really do. Their wide receivers are that good. I think they have two guys over a thousand yards, and the other one was right there underneath. They all three of them might have actually broke a thousand. Honestly, I actually think the Rams group is good too. Not the best, but I think they're. I think on paper they are, but OBJ isn't quite OBJ yet in that system. I, he's still he's still working out some stuff over there. Yeah, but he's still fast, and you still have to respect the speed, so you got to play him honest. Yeah, he might not be good, but as a defender defending him, mm -hmm. you still have to like account for where he is. You know what I'm saying? I think Vance. I think uh, Vance Jefferson is an up and coming talent that I don't know why they don't use him more. Mm -hmm. um, I know Robert Woods went down; he was a key piece, but I actually think the speed. Of OBJ and Jefferson actually opens things up for tough in the middle. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and by the way, guys, there's nothing wrong with one guy getting 130 yards on you if everybody else only gets 40. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? That's okay because it's not the team's job to say this one guy can't get. It's they can't pass for. Not this guy can't get. That's okay. That's okay. It almost worked. It almost worked when we played the Titans. Almost. OYG says, I'm prepared for the worst. Long as we show up and show out on Sunday. And then he's flexing on them. Again, thank you all for the contributions. Uh, we, I read this one from Skylar, my man. All right. Appreciate this guy, man. Much love. Hope you're doing well out there, man. Um, Salvador, he says, we are the opposite of them. They dominate interdivision. We didn't this year, but we went on the road and outside the division. Hey, man, sounds like the perfect matchup. Perfect time to run into them, right? They won all six of their division games this year. That's impressive. I will say the, the Niners NFC are, East is very trash, but that's impressive. I will say the Niners are a better road team than the Cowboys are a home team. Mm. 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 How many wins do they have against winning teams this year? I, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'm sorry. Salvador with the back to backs over here. Big time players come out in big time games. Our A guys got to beat the shit out of their A guys. Simple. Run, 
and win the turnover battle. Hard to disagree with that, right? That seems to be the 49ers formula, right? The problem is hold on. Is he is this a Niner fan or a Cowboy fan? It's a Niner fan. Oh, I he said because he he was here. He's the same guy with, with this one. We are the opposite of them. They dominated. Oh, 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 I misread that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think we have more A players. Than, did you have Ayuk as an A player yet? He's he's borderline. He's, he's a potential, just not a player yet. He's if there's a he's he's an A minus. Also, but he is an A. He's there. He he's Mike. He's, plus, he's a minus. He's improved significantly with this team this mm-hmm. season. And I, I think the Niners, well, next year with a different look under center, these guys yeah. are going to explode next year. We're dangerous. We're dangerous. They got to deal with Debo. They have to deal with Ayuk. They have to deal with Kittle. You guys got to remember this. We get pass catching Kittle back next week once Trent Williams comes back to the lineup. That's the key thing. They and I'll tell you, I'll say this right now. If Trent Williams doesn't play this game, I'm nervous. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I am because now you're locking up Kittle again. Yes, but from what I hear, he should. No, be yeah. but the part the the Parson matchup versus McKivitz, that no bueno. Right, that's no good. Right. Okay. Sorry. I respect that. I respect that a lot. All right. I think that is it for the contributions that I saw. Let me double check here, man. You guys have been phenomenal, guys. You guys have been phenomenal. Tony, man, let's wrap this thing up here. Uh, let's do some final thoughts and then go home, man. What you got for us, man? Shit. Um, listen, if they come out and, do, and play 49er football, they walk out with a W. Oh, no, not, you don't have to talk about the Cowboys game unless you're not going to be here on Thursday. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I should be here. Hopefully. See how I feel. Um, I hope this is the worst that it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I think that um, if they come out and do their thing, they'll be all right. Um, they activated Sermon today. They added another running back to the backfield. So it's going to be interesting, man. Uh, this team's getting healthy. Uh, with that being said, that players are returning, that means the special team's depth is getting better. You have players that are no longer starting and contributing in key roles on offense and defense, respectively, and now they can focus on special teams. So – the 49ers are going to be back in all three phases of the game, pretty much the full strength. So, you know, it, we need it. It's something that every team wants and every team dreams of. And uh, we're there. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, man, getting healthy at the right time, you know. Um, for me, this show was all about reflection, man. This is all about positivity, putting good vibes out there, right? Uh, we beef about a lot of stuff as a fan base, but uh, we come together when it's time to take on an enemy. Uh, and that was evident by Again, what I played from Sean McVay, uh, you go back and you watch any of those clips from the second half of that game and just hear how loud the crowd is when the Rams offense is on the field. It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. You know, if I was a person who was learning about football or or let, let me let me rephrase that. If I was a person who didn't know about football. I would think that the Rams had a really, really good team and their fans love them because when their offense is on the field, they're cheering so loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever go to a football game, you're next to somebody who doesn't know when to cheer, and you look at them like, oh, God, will you please shut up? Like, not right now. Wait till after the play happens. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was the entire second half of that game. The entire second half of that game. 
even in overtime. It was incredible, man. Uh, we really came together, guys, and we're going to need that kind of unity again out in Dallas. And I know uh, a lot of people just from nothing but Niners are going to that game. Good luck and prayers up to y'all. I am not going to Texas. Uh, but <laughs> you couldn't pay me to go to Texas right now, man. I'm sorry. But, you know, my guys are going out there. I'm going to be cheering for them. I'm going to be, you know, hoping for the best for them and everything, you know, go out there and represent for nothing but Niners and faithful, man. For those of you that go out there, please, please, please be safe. Bring hand sanitizer. You know, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do. You guys know what to do. You're all grown, man. Just be just be careful out there, guys. Uh, and faithful. We got to come together. We got to unite. All right. We got to do our thing, man. Keep it up. One more week. One more game. One game at a time, man. We got four quarters ahead of us. We're going to break it all down on Thursday. Thank you all for checking us out. Head on over to patreon.com slash MB9ERS. We're going to do the giveaway tomorrow. OK, you got to watch the last game. Uh, broadcast that we did the uh the secret phrase or keyword is in there and uh what you got to do in order to get uh be eligible for one of the three 75 dollar gift cards we're doing over there okay so make sure you guys go check it out patreon.com slash nb9 e r s and why did i do 75 guys truth of the matter is it was the 75 patch for me that's what it was uh, we didn't know if that was going to be the last game of the season we announced it during the game before the game was over so it wasn't like uh you know Oh, I'm doing this because we won. No, I did it because, you know, we need to do it. We need to do it. 75, it was a good season, a very entertaining season, full of ups and downs, ebbs and flows. And lucky for us, we're still in it. We got a shot, guys. So get out there, man. All right, I'll see you guys later on. Appreciate you guys. Tony, man, let's go home. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We're out of here, guys. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing.